they're all going to merge, Jose. They're all going to merge. Yeah, it's not no. sustainable. They're all going to merge. That, We're going mean, to go back it, to a big eight mentality. That, that's what they're all doing right now. I mean, I see that all the time. You know, oh, this firm bought this firm. This firm bought this firm. I'm not going to buy that old ass firm. No, it's going to get, I'm saying on a broad, I'm not saying. Oh, the, oh you're talking about the, the big scale. Yeah, I, oh, uh, listen, it's just my opinion. And I'm just looking through, I'm like, you know, predicting the future, right? Do I have any data or no? All I have is, is you know, I just have a gut, you know, and I'm just yeah. looking at the way it is, right? Okay. Yeah. I know for a fact these firms are putting in marketing dollars on the television when that is definitely misguided, especially when you're doing it for the first time in 2018. Okay, that's number one, right? Number two, all of your people, right, that are doing this stuff, they're doing it. Um, as a copy and paste, like a reshare, right? Like you think that's sexy? Like that's not sexy. All of you guys are doing that. So you're not building the brand. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Innovative Scriptures Podcast. We got Justin, uh, you know, I don't know how to say your last name. Let's start. I don't yeah, want to say it wrong. Justin McAuliffe. McAuliffe. Okay, yeah. with CPA Enterprises, correct? Yes, sir. And is that based out of New York City? If I'm not no, mistaken. I mean, I'm based out of anywhere. <laughs> okay. But I live in Long Island. Okay, from Long Island. And uh, came across this gentleman on, on Instagram, loved the marketing he was doing, loved what he was talking about, and he's all about keeping it real. That's the way I feel. So, I uh, <laughs> so uh, just wanted to go ahead, Justin, uh, so get, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. You know, kind of how'd you get started and, you know, what made you choose accounting to begin so, with? Um, yeah, my name, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I mm -hmm. appreciate the opportunity for me to ramble, um, <laughs> document this finally. So, um, which is nice because I don't have to say it anymore. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm 37 years old. I am the father of Logan and Lila. My son is five. My daughter's mm -hmm. two and a half. Um, mm -hmm. Logan is pretty much the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because uh, I remember not seeing him, and Lila is the reason why I quit um, oh. because I was not going to do it again. Um, I I went to SUNY Binghamton. I started my college career at Nassau Community College. It's here on Long Island in Garden City. When I left high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Honestly, like I was like a B plus student. You know, I didn't try that hard, but mm -hmm. you know, you, you do what you can, and you know, whatever. It was what it was. I didn't get into really good schools. Like I looked at SUNY, but I got to be honest, man, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah, like, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do community college and, and mm -hmm. kind of take it from there. And I crushed it at community college, man. I got like cum laude or something. I whatever three. Like I got some really, and I did really really well, and yeah. it was great because it, and. <laughs> I did two and a half years. So, mm -hmm. so this is, so when I was, uh, when I, like maybe first, second semester at Nassau Community College, I was doing so well, mm -hmm. they um, offered me a, uh, an honors class for literature or English, whatever, some, whatever, some general education that I was doing very well if I was excelling in it and they wanted to uh, um, invite me to the uh, curriculum the, the, and, and I didn't want to do it. I'm like, no, thanks. Like, I don't want any extra work. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Like yeah. what's the benefit. Like I really didn't want to do it, but they convinced me. They just convinced me to do it. Yeah. And they said the work wasn't as much, but the course was more enriched. And I was like, all right, I'll bite. Dude, it was 10 books and 10 five page papers throughout the whole semester. Like I started doing it. Like I was falling behind. I hated the books and I just stopped showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Class and I needed it to graduate. Um, uh -huh. I never took it again. So here I am two years into Nassau Community College and I got one more class. So I did two and a half years at community college. 
in the fall of uh, 2003. I got to, whatever, hold on a second. Yeah. Because um, I forget, I don't remember the dates, and I want to just make sure I got the timeline right. Um, so that was, right, so that was, do, 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 do. okay, so then, so right, so then my, my fall semester of 2004, is when I took the one class, just the one. That that uh that Spanish lit or that not Spanish but that literature honors yeah, class or whatever. Whatever it was, that but it sounds, wasn't the honors. That sounds mis okay. Not the honors, okay? Yeah, because I was like, that sounds miserable, man. I just went back to well, they, <laughs> I, they threw me out of the class. I wasn't gonna go, like I got I I got thrown out of being an alpha psi though too. That's a different story. Um, <laughs> it wasn't my first educational uh, <laughs> failure. Um, 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 so you know, so I took the one class. I got a B plus. Uh -huh. I was like, fucking take one class. You got B plus. Um, but you know what? That was enough to get into Binghamton. Spring mm -hmm. 2005, I got into Binghamton. And, and that, was, that was go time, man. Like, mm -hmm. Binghamton's a legit school. And I'm even sitting here to you today talking to you. I can't believe I went there. Like, yeah. I can't believe I got in. And, and I wasn't that good in high school. But I was really good at community college. They didn't even look at my high school grades. They didn't even care. They didn't care about my SATs. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I got a 980 on an SAT. Do you know anyone who got a 980 on an SAT and went to Binghamton? Because people are getting 24. Nope. Like that was the 1600 too. Yeah. Like, you know, but they didn't look at it. And I don't know if they still do that, but uh -huh. I crushed community college and that yeah. was enough to get in. And it wasn't enough to get into the school of management, which was the accounting program, mm -hmm. enough to get into Binghamton. And that was yeah. the first step. First semester, I take three classes. It was an economics class. Uh, a calculus and something else. First semester was spring 2005. Um, I took the three classes and I did well in two, but calculus was a struggle and I got a D, mm -hmm. which, uh, which is when I got thrown out of beta alpha psi. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was brought my average down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that was a significant issue because that wasn't going to work for me to get in the school of management. And you talk about yeah. story, like that's a big, like you don't think of it then, but as you talk about it and you interview on it and you discuss yeah. the story and you're like, holy fuck, man. Like that was, that was the moment, right? Cause yeah. I got that Dean calculus and I was going to be liberal arts, mm -hmm. but I was a hustler then didn't realize it and didn't <laughs> know I had it in me mm -hmm. and I'm only realizing it now. And I went to professor Gagan and I remember this very clearly. Mm -hmm. um, nice guy. I think it was like Swedish. And he was tall, gray hair, um, really super sweet guy. Like he was just the only real professor I remember from, from Binghamton, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and I talked to him and I just gave him my story. You know, look, I mean, everything I just told you, you know, I'm a little bit older. Like I'm going to school for the first time. Like everyone's done this for two and a half years. Like I was a little outside of my comfort zone. I did my best. You yeah. know, I tried. I mean, is there a way, you know, I can, I can give this another shot. Maybe we can merge the grades or average the grades. And he's like, you know what? I'll do you one better. Don't register. Come to the class. Take all the tests, and um, and I'll replace the grade. Oh all right. wow! All right, cool, man. I appreciate that. He's yeah. like, but don't register, because if you register, they're gonna know you're taking it. And I can't go back. Like I can go back, right? So the fall semester, uh, I took it again, um, and I was, and he's able to go back and change the grade, um, and I was all in. Like I studied calculus all day <laughs> and i'm not kidding and i don't even i can't believe i did it still like even the cpa because yeah. there's so much of me that doesn't have that ethic you know like it just takes me a little bit longer to do things and i gotta fail yeah. a couple of times like i just have to i have to fail it and usually failing by one point is my mo 
Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I was able to take the class again and mm-hmm. I went to extra help every day. I studied every day. I took mm-hmm. every quiz. I took every test. I sat in the front fucking row every single class. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, man, when at the end of that semester, I could have gone and become a NASA fucking <laughs> I had calculus down pat and that could have been a whole new career for me because yeah. I was like cat dude not kidding I got an A in the class I got an A I got an A in the class my man replaced the D and I got an A nice the day I took the final <laughs> I I handed him the final uh-huh. and I gave him the final and I, I said you know I just shook his hand I'm like hey you know really appreciate it again like I can't thank you enough for this opportunity like you know I, I did really well I'm confident um, and, and, you know, of course I got the A uh-huh. and he's like, um, I'm sorry, who are you again? I was like, what? Like, he's like, I'm sorry. You were in this class. He had no idea who I was. Not yeah. kidding. Like he didn't know who I was for a split second. For a split oh. second. Yeah, yeah. And I almost shit my pants. I'm like, what? Like, no, 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 man. Go talk to, G-. you know, he was the, you know, uh, the, the TA at the time. Yeah. I guess he just had a brain fart and he's like, oh yeah, Justin. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, you know, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, so we're good, man. He's like, we're good. He's like, yeah, 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 we're good. And then I got yeah. the A. I never reapplied for beta alpha psi, so whatever. Um, or maybe it was, it doesn't really, I don't know if I got that story right. But then I got into school of management, got my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was, you know, that there's really nothing in between there. Like, you know, I just, whatever. It was Binghamton. I didn't really hang out much. I didn't go out and party a lot. I smoked a shitload of weed, studied, <laughs> played tons of PlayStation. And yeah. I just kind of, a little bit of an introvert in college, believe it or not. Um, Started off at an audit firm mm-hmm. and I was there for five years and absolutely hated it. Um, I, I think that's a common theme and, and audit's kind of hot for like a year or two years, right? You're mm-hmm. the new guy and you're going out partying and, you know, mm-hmm. that working late is like cool in the beginning, right? It's yeah. like, oh, I can work later than you and I can work later than you and blah, 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 right? And everyone's like competing with billable hours and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, but that gets old pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and then you start competing with your peers and, you know, then it becomes more of a political game. It becomes a little bit more of like a popularity game mm-hmm. and, and a little bit less professional. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have notes of, um, of some reviews. Uh, I don't know if you saw, like I had mentioned recently that I went through all these files. I saw um, that. Yeah. You, you said you found like a gold mine of just info. And so, I, by the way, I am excited to see what you're coming out with because I can't imagine what you found in there. So Juan has a bunch of it. Juan has, <laughs> he has a bunch of it already. Um, we're going to have to try to cut it up and do something with it. But uh, yeah, I got a lot of good stuff. Like just some like the best stuff really is the inside of the firm. Now I am going to redact everybody. Like I'm not calling anyone out. Like, you yeah. know, but I got your words guys and I'm going to use it. I'm sorry because it proves what, what needs to change. Yeah. Like I have a whole email chain of a request that was requested from a, a client, my client, right? It was my client that I, I left the firm. I'll fast forward just a little bit real quick mm-hmm. um, that I took and um, what I took with me. It was my client and I needed to get recently some, some tax returns uh, because um, I had lost everything for a different reason and, and, and the person at the client was, you know, not tech savvy and they couldn't really find it. So I asked the former partner to do it. He proceeded to tell me, he's like, really dude, two years later, this is bullshit, but I'll do it. I'm pretty sure I quoted it. After that, I have a string of emails that was first a reminder from the client because the partner was like, oh, sure, Mr. Mr. No problem. I'll get it to you Monday. And obviously we had a follow up, right? Yeah. It was a tax return. My man, it comes out of gold file room. It literally could have taken, literally could have taken a minute, 
Yeah. Two, five, ten minutes. You know what? A quarter of an hour, Mr. Billable out. Bill a fucking quarter of an hour, right? Just yeah. call administrative time. Client asks for something. Dive in. Stop what you're doing. Pull it out. Send it. Get it off your plate. That's what I do all the time, right? Yeah. Most of going. We have to remind somebody, okay? Meaning the client needs to remind the partner. Mm-hmm. The partner then delegates it to the senior. You know, Miss, Miss whoever, see yeah. below. The senior delegates it to the junior. It's in, it's a PDF. Well, PDF in a, in a, in a folder. Yeah. Here you go, Joe. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Delegated by a partner to a senior to then a junior, uh-huh. right? Who then spends the time putting it together and then sends an email. Then that email goes to the, uh, uh, the senior. No. I'm pretty sure the partner wasn't CC'd on that. Forwarded okay. to the partner. And then sent to the client. And this was, I mean, I kind of did the math. Maybe it was like two or three hours. Like if you look at like the time between and stuff like that. And yeah. Add three that hours up. To get a PDF of a tax return. Well, first, really, technically it took 10 days, right? Technically it take, wow. take, took 10 days because we asked for, a, you know, we asked for it on a Friday. You know, yeah. we were promised on a Monday. We followed up later that week, you know, and then finally got it. Like the timeline's on there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to put together posts and I'm going to put together some stories. Um, the post today that I'm doing today, um, is that story because I, I just, I can't believe it. Like, honestly, like I'm looking and like, you don't think of it when you're there, but yeah. then add it up 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. But this is why we are miserable, ladies and gentlemen, because you're not even teach. What are you teaching us? Like for you delegating that to the senior, what are you teaching us to just pass the buck? Like who the mm-hmm. fuck is accountable for the fact that I didn't get my tax return the day I got it? Like this is called client service. Nobody gives a shit that you know 481A. Nobody cares. Yes. Like literally nobody cares. They want a fucking response. That's yeah. why you just your client that you're going to find out about today, by the way. <laughs> so listen, what it wasn't for me, I made some good friends. You know, I, I had some good times. I got some good traveling. I got some good um reviews but also not so many good reviews and they kind of stalled my um my progress my advancement mm-hmm. um they gave me a, a little ultimatum um i actually never said this publicly they laid me off i, I always i'd always said that i had left because i was a little ashamed um yeah. and i was embarrassed um yeah. but since i've gotten fired twice i don't really fucking care anymore so <laughs> I, got, I mean i got laid off it was different it was a different time it was 2010 Uh, 2010 and I was up for review and I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I I was called in and they weren't going to make me senior, which means I was hasta la vista. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted, I'm like, what? Like, I mean, you know, I have these different skills, like with the business development, like I try to get involved with different prior and service. Like, and I, my reviews from there were stellar. Mm -hmm. There was only a couple. And the reason why there were a couple is because I liked it. Like I liked doing what I was doing. So I crushed it. And then the bullshit I didn't want to do, but yeah. they wanted you to do that. Like, how do you expect us to be inspired and passionate about work that we not only not want to do, that's boring, but you're putting us in a little cage with nine other people where it's mm-hmm. hot. And then you're making me dress business casual. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> seriously, think about that, right? Yeah. So they laid me off and I got I to gotta tell you, and, and this gentleman knows exactly who he is and this female knows exactly who they are. Yeah. They did the most amazing thing that literally anyone has ever done for me in my career. Uh-huh. And they not only they gave they literally gave me the heads up. Yeah. Oh man, they gave me the heads up, man. Like they mm-hmm. told me it was coming, 
and 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 um and you know they they gave me the day when they told me i was really just you know uh you know the, the, HR and the woman said you know why don't you take the day and that was really nice and my man was so upset he couldn't even tell me like you know because he was my friend like you know we talk every now yeah. and again you know i love you you know who you are um yeah. and and uh uh um he was he couldn't do it and honestly like it was cool like it was upsetting but it was really really cool because then i went into him he's like i'm so sorry i'm like it's fine it's fine like it wasn't working out like i yeah. just it was really good i got a severance you know that was nice uh -huh. and, and they gave me the day off and they gave me a full week to kind of like get it together and and they even lined up a job for me which was my next gig which started july 2010 mm -hmm. um, and and my man hooked me up and he had a relationship and it was here locally in mm -hmm. long island it was five minutes from my house and it was taxes Right. So that's really where my today started. Yeah. I had some skills from audit, but I didn't really like the last two years. I wasn't learning shit. Um, and that's because I didn't like it. Right. So yeah. um, but I go here and I learned how to do tax returns, sales tax, payroll tax, income tax, partnerships, S corporations, C corporations. Most importantly, mm -hmm. I learned how to do the bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. I was hammering. Whoops. <laughs> uh, hopefully not something. Uh, Anyway, it's probably broken. Um, I was hammering bookkeeping, right? Yeah. Dates, data input, data input, data input, that vendors, customers, short of accounts, this. And, and I went in to do this. I didn't really get it. Yeah. Even at um, the other one, thank you. Um, I didn't really know, even how to do depreciation. Like that was a big thing in the caseware files, right? It was like the journal entries that had to get booked. Um, but I learned all of that there. I was there for about three and a half years, three years, four months. Um, mm -hmm. And I learned it all, everything, all of it. And I mastered it. That's why I left, right? I left for two reasons. Number one, I hit a plateau. Mm -hmm. I was firing bookkeeping, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And I didn't even know then. So that was 2010 to 13 October. I didn't know then that you can bridge the bank accounts and you can, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I was hammering it. And I wonder now going back and I don't know this answer. Did they know that? But this was better billable hours because it was more time or, you know, I don't really know. Um, to be honest, or they were just stupid and they didn't know it, which that's is a good question because I, I, you know, now that you, cause I always thought they just didn't know, but you know, you bringing up the whole point of, yeah, you're right. It's just more billable hours. And when, when, when you're based on the billable hour, you try to get as many as you can out. Well, that's what the last shithole I was at. And that's what they did pretty much. That was their, uh, their MO. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's, that was ultimately then the, 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 the beginning of the end for me when I opened up a set of books and records and there was a lot of questions that I had. Yeah. But I was told to just do the scope. Don't go outside scope. Outside scope. If I'm seeing something, I'm saying something. This is messed up. We're working here with a company. We're an outsourced bookkeeping shop, right? So they're outsourcing yeah. all their accounting work to us. And we're doing the work. Okay. There's a CFO and a controller on site. I think there was another financial person. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a controller, a CFO, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think there was somebody else on the team. Let's just say there was two. Okay. And then you had us. You had the partner, non-CPA, on mm -hmm. the account, right, who was controlling the account, and then me. I'm the only one with half a brain that even understands accounting on this team. Yeah. Because, my man, they were literally taking paper files of Expensify reports, okay? And we had to reconcile the different, because it was all like sales commissions and I think they sold jewelry or something. It was all sales commission. Everyone was 1099. So they had a lot of expenses and mm -hmm. they had a lot of reimbursement stuff. The whole general ledger was a fucking mess. Um, and, and the more I dove into it, the more questions I had. But the, the scope of the project was to, um, 
was to just uh, to put it all back together and do the reconciliations and like try to tie it out. And it was hard, like, because it didn't make any sense. Like we yeah. weren't really accomplishing anything except for tying out an Excel sheet to these Expensify reports and then making sure, sure people weren't overpaid. I was drilling into these things and they were journal entries all over the place. Like, oh. what is going on? Like, what is this? What is this? Like, and I'm just looking at this one piece on the general ledger and I'm just supposed to reconcile that to these yeah. files. Like the amount of time that that took was insane. And it, the accounting did not make sense. Okay. The accounting didn't make sense. And this is why I meant like the former partner on that. She, you know, he or she didn't know shit, not an accountant because I was trying to go through the accounting because the accounting was not correct. Mm -hmm. And we have a client that has a CFO and a controller. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. And they're paying us a wow. hundred dollars an hour to reconcile expensify reports. God. Well, I so, mean, so, um, I asked a lot of questions I shouldn't have. And, uh -huh. When I was asking for help with the accounting, um, I knew the journal entries. I knew the debits and the credits and the and the and the superior on it. Mm -hmm. uh, she was writing T accounts for me, um, and I've never been more insulted in my entire career. Um, I had a non CPA that literally had you know nothing impressive in terms of experience. Yeah, um, like not even close to where my level of experience was working at big pub, you know, big public accounting firms, at least two, like one of the biggest ones in the state, the first one I was at, and like mm -hmm. the biggest single office firm in like the country or like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a legit firm. Like they have yeah. good people then. And, and like this person came from some little chop shop and didn't know shit. And then she's sitting there giving me tea accounts. And I looked, I'm like, what? And then we got in this huge fight and, and that was it, man. Like that was three, four months into that job. Um, mm -hmm. I went on a tangent, so I'll go back. I want to go back for a quick second, though. Because yeah. That's how I learned that stuff. And then moving forward, that's how I knew that I was a master at it. That's how I knew I was good at it. Yeah. Because I get to that last job, my last real job, my last W-2, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when I was at that next firm in Long Island uh, in Belmore, which was great because it was right around the block from my house. I came home for lunch, but it was tax season, and I was a maniac. I was a machine. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody was working harder than me in there. And yeah. I was learning technically, right? So like I had a lot of technical stuff to learn and I did learn it eventually. Mm -hmm. um, but I was there till two, three o'clock in the morning and I was working for bonuses. I was working for promotions. I wanted to mm -hmm. own But they had other ideas, right? I mean, it's an older shop. You know, they wanted to control me. Um, mm -hmm. I had asked for partnership in writing. I wanted some kind of plan. I wanted some kind of documentation. They refused to do it. Um, I asked for more money. They refused to give it to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had my billable and stuff and, and I was, you know, ready to bring in clients too. And mm -hmm. they said they passed. So then I quit. And then they, of course, gave me everything I wanted. Literally everything I wanted. Everything. I asked for a bunch of shit. They said no. Mm -hmm. I went to the next firm. I got the job, right? I was, I was, I was offered. I accepted the offer. And then I went to get notice. And give my two weeks, and then they try to convince me to stay and give me a by job. giving you everything you want, just like here. Oh, yeah, no, no, we can do that. We, we talked about it, we can do it. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I want it based on merit, not because I'm quitting. Because, yeah, that's shoes too. I'm not loyal to you, but you're not loyal to me. I'm a number, yeah, I'm a human though, but I'm a number because you yeah. just need somebody to crank out work so you can profit off my time. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why you're doing. And guess what? Now, maybe not then, but now I'm smarter than you, I'm way better than you. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just M, and I'm proving it because I'm getting your work. I'm seeing it. 
I'm seeing your work. And if it's not your work, it's work that you're overseeing, mm -hmm. right? Which means you're not advising your client properly because they have another provider that's not doing their, their, their part. Mm -hmm. um, so when I left the Long Island firm, and I went to the next firm, I got the job. And this is another common theme. So desperate for talent, so desperate for numbers, so different for experienced people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's think about talking about my career, four, five, six, seven, eight. So over eight years, right? I had, I had five years, you know, like four, almost five years of audit and mm -hmm. less in tax, like three and a half. Mm -hmm. So I was a better, more experienced auditor, which I wasn't at all, I, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. um, than I was a tax person. They yeah. brought me as a manager because that was the only way to parallel my, my, my salary. And I got to tell you, without that opportunity, I wouldn't be here either. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, yes. I mean, that's an amazing thing. And the person that got me the job was incredible. I mean, and then them giving me the opportunity, mm -hmm. right. Thank you. Like, fuck yeah, man. Like that's yeah. awesome. And I appreciate that. Um, but I was way over my head technically, like way over my head, man. Like there was all sorts of shit I never seen before. Like I had no idea. They never trained me on it. They never really told me like the first couple of days and then they got me involved, you know, and, and like the, 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 the environment was just tense and nasty. And like people were just fucking miserable and like we're all fighting with each other. Like the amount of fucking fights that happen, especially between some of the women and no district. I mean, it was just, that's just the way it was in my office. Mm -hmm. And that was tough, man. Like that was like, you know, then you're trying to work with them and like, you know, then they're all upset and they're fighting with each other. And like the men are no better because yeah. like me and it's like, but that's like yelling and screaming too and slamming door. And, but this fucking happened. Like this stuff was happening at this place. Yeah. And, and a lot of it stemmed from the fact that nobody was really qualified for the jobs. Mm -hmm. We just weren't, they were just putting numbers in. Like there were some of my staff that were way better and smarter than me. I was making way more money than them. And I had an office because mm -hmm. I could manage. Um, so, you know, the first year sucked. I, I literally cried during tax season. I'm not kidding. My wife can attest to it. Like I was crying at night. I was really depressed, mm -hmm. uh, really, really depressed. Um, and, and really struggling. Um, and, and it was really hard. Um, and, and it, the technical challenge is one thing, but the emotional and lack of, of, of support from your superiors, the lack of guidance, the lack of mentorship, not saying that it was completely zero, but the things that mattered, right? The technical stuff, like why don't you teach me how to review a tax return instead of giving me a tax return to do, hey, see what you can do, send it to me and then eviscerate me with 27 review points and none of it's really productive. Like mm -hmm. you're not teaching me anything. Yeah. That by the way, I found some review notes in my treasure trove, so I'll be sharing that too. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Return review notes from partners at big firms. Yeah. Wanna know why things take so long, guys? Just wait till you see this shit. Okay, just wait till you see all of this work that I'm going to share with you that literally was written off. Okay, yeah. so, um, so, so first year was tough. I hit my stride. I kind of got it. I started getting a little bit more respect from the staff people because um, they didn't respect me because most of them were smarter than me and they knew more stuff than me. And, yeah. and I get it. And, and they, but my bosses just gave me such a hard time for that. Like they just said, oh, you got to gain their respect back. You got to, I'm like, why don't you fucking support me and tell them like, hey, listen, Justin, uh, you know, we kind of made a mistake. We thought he was more technical. Listen, mm -hmm. here, we got to keep him. You know, he's got a lot of talents. You know, there were a lot of things I was good at. A lot of things I wasn't good at. Why don't we try to support him as a yeah, get Get the whole team on board. Instead of, instead of, you know, instead of just sitting there and saying, you have to do it. Why didn't, why can't they go out there and try to get everybody ready? It's like, look, he may have some weaknesses here, but let's all work together and let's all build up together. Uh, it, why is that so hard? Well, it's, it, it, it's because we preach teamwork and family, but it's not. And no, the reason I know. it's hard is because 
everybody is having an expectation of somebody else and nobody is meeting that expectation because we're mm-hmm. not communicating. Yep. Okay. And, 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 and juniors and, and, and staff and associates, they're navigating this world technically mm-hmm. way better than their bosses. So mm-hmm. how are we supposed to take you seriously if you're not even understanding the world that's out there? Mm-hmm. Like you just don't like you and me are connecting on LinkedIn and, and, and Instagram and we mm-hmm. see what's going on. These, mm-hmm. oh, right, the big four accountant, the memes, like this is worldwide. Like these articles I'm writing, like, and I've said this on Juan's thing, like uh, on CPA primetime, like I'm getting people from all over the world mm-hmm. are, are talking about this stuff. So from an opportunity of, of, of uh, innovation, that was it. Like this yeah. is it. This is the group, right? We can just support each other and really trying to change the game, but you don't. Because you care about yourself, you care about your paycheck, you care about your family, and you want everyone else to just do what you say. Um, and that's the top. The bottom, they look at you as, fuck you. You don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not willing to work for you. Like, you're not teaching me. You're not. Ta-. And then during the reviews, all they do is throw the managers under the bus, right? Mm-hmm. The managers suck. The managers suck. The ma- and then we're the ones getting criticized and developed because we're the managers and we're supposed to be tougher and we're going to get into the partner show and senior manager. And that's what we got to do to be one of the boys and one of the girls and bad, 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 bad. <laughs> the, the, so, the, 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 what they call it, the, the boys club or whatever that's up there. Yeah. The uh, good, I, old I boy, good, good old boy club. I had a colleague of mine say that that's kind of, he ran into that too. It's like the whole good old boy mentality of, you know, you're the boss and you know, everybody else do, do what I tell you or else. Nurturing and empathy is not only expected, it's required. It's required. It's a different world, guys. You know, maybe, maybe the 50, 60-year-olds grew up in a harder world, and that's why they're a little bit harder, and maybe we're a little bit softer. But fuck mm-hmm. you. That's just the way the world is, man. Help. Yeah. Right? The only way we're going to advance as a society and a human race is we just help each other. Mm-hmm. And, and public accounting is a perfect example of how that does not work, right? Because mm-hmm. we're all protecting ourselves. You know, and, and just because I want to just keep going through my story because I know yeah, that's important. Yeah. And I want to... Um, uh, um, but you know, when I was at that firm, you know, once I hit my strikes and I had a lot to work on, like, but I was, I was getting better and I was getting better. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I found out that I was uh, a good salesperson and I was a good networker and I was a good business developer and, and mm-hmm. I was bringing in business and I was bringing in some pretty decent business, some nice opportunities, some nice relationships, you know, maybe not the best in terms of gross revenue, but go find me. And I, my name used to be on the, 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 um, you get an opportunity, you put it in. You get an opportunity, yeah. you put it in the database, right? Yeah. And it shows, it shows throughout the entire firm. My name is always on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about um, I'm a manager and I'm on there with partners. Yes, there's some directors and senior managers and all the managers are bringing in business. Yeah. I didn't see many, if any, that was on it consistently as me. Mm-hmm. And I had a $120,000 book of business by the time I left that place, um, you know, just through mm-hmm. either relationships I developed um, mm-hmm. Uh, selling internally, right? Because selling is, it's great to get new clients and that's awesome. But then you need to sell them on other services because there are other services and those Mm -hmm. are more opportunities. And those are your best opportunities because your clients already love you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not in this case, but uh, (laughs) because people don't respond, but you know, those are the things that people don't look at because you have the clients service the clients because that's going to lead to more work. But no, we don't service the clients. We hit deadlines, make sure we stay on the budget and we, you know, try to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all we care about, right? We got to get more money. We got to spend less time, blah, blah, blah. So through all of this, um, you know, business development and networking and confidence, and I was getting better at it and better at it. And, and I was getting involved mm-hmm. um, and I'm bringing in clients and business. And now all of a sudden my billable hours aren't enough. 
Um, all of a sudden my realization isn't enough. I'm like, yeah, well, I, if you back out my administrative time, my business development time, right, back yeah. it out completely off my gross and then compare me to my peers, um, not only are the hours are the same, but my billable rate is about the same, right? Yeah. So we're going to look at metrics on a, day, on a piece of paper and we're going to have actual conversations about this and we're going to say management's looking for this, management's looking for this. Like the f- every single, I mean, I don't know many accountants that have never been told that the fastest way to partnership is to bring in business and make it rain. Um, that's what I was always told and I know mm-hmm. a majority of people are told. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that that is complete bullshit because you were looking at somebody that was literally a rainmaker and <laughs> one of the better ones in the firm and I wasn't even that good then. You thought I was good then, just see me now. Yeah. I'm taking their clients now because I, I communicate, I service, I respond. Yeah. And these aren't even my clients. They're asking me questions that you can't answer. Why do you think I'm getting them? Yeah. Why, why do you think I'm getting them as client? And not even that, I'm active on social media and they see my articles and they see my Instagram and they see all this great stuff that I'm doing and I have all this other great stuff to do more. And mm-hmm. hate is going to hate. You want to hate it? Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. But you hate me because you ain't me and that's really what mm-hmm. it comes down to. And I don't want to just eviscerate. I want to change, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to break it. I want to... And then let's redo it because we all need to help each other, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just you guys are dicks, all right. And I'm not, I'm not taking your shit anymore. Okay. And I know my people, my people uh-huh. are afraid and they don't want to, and I get it because you have yeah. a salary, but you can, and we'll get to that. Cause I know that was one of your things. So with all of that, I actually got some national attention and the uh, CEO uh, got my, got, I got the CEO's attention. Um, there, there was a need for innovation. The CEO and the board members recognized the fact that there was a need for innovation and mm-hmm. they developed the committee. Um, a pretty awesome group of, of, I mean, this was an awesome, like one of the best things I've done there because mm-hmm. I was with like real professionals that really got it, that really wanted to, you know, do good stuff. And we were mm-hmm. talking about all the things I'm telling you now, mm-hmm. right? The inefficiencies, the staff, the working the hours and the, the well, everything, right? Mm-hmm. All of it. Um, and it was awesome. And it was a couple of day program and we got together and the goal was to drive the innovation through the six pillars, like efficiency, uh, training, technology, business, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Um, and those are the six pillars and we all worked on them. We put these presentations together and we presented it to the board and the CEO. Um, and there was a lot of conversations and there was a lot of brainstorming and I was active and I mm-hmm. participated a little secret. I think people know this at that time. I already had the other job offer lined up. Like I was already on the back end mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of pick that up too because um the innovation committee was really awesome mm-hmm. i participated i was active in the uh, uh room mm-hmm. they took note of that and i'm not sure if this is the case but i'm going to assume like i i think it was like a a project for them to put everybody in the room because i think they were looking for special people i think they were looking for uh particular people that they could mm-hmm. Um, bring into a, a a program to drive the innovation. And I was one of those people. Um, yeah. I was one of the fortunate ones and I didn't even know that it happened. Uh, I only found out later on that um, one of the uh, managing people, one of the board members, one of the important people in the firm had reached out to my bosses, my two bosses at the time, two mm-hmm. partners, my, my, the main guys. Mm-hmm. Um, who I do, I love, I mean, I just, you know, they're good people. It's just, you know, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, they, they called me into their office one day um, and, and the, the conversation was twofold to talk about this opportunity that I hadn't known about, but also to talk about my work that was suffering significantly. Um, the reason why that was <laughs> because, uh, uh, my daughter was born July of 16. 
Um, mm-hmm. And like I said before, once Lila was born, and, and I remember all the stuff I lost with Logan, I said, not anymore. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. My time is valuable and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going through these clients with my partners and I had to say, we need more money. We're running up $100,000. You know what else I found? I have my last billing run from, from October, uh, October 16 of all my clients and all my mm-hmm. whip and all my write-offs and all my collections and all my cash and all my AR. And it's a beautiful thing. It's fucking like I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm very excited about that, that box of gold that you found. So. Oh yeah. Oh, right. The, um, the billing. So yeah. I got, yeah. So I got the, uh, I have it. I just got to figure out what I want to do with it. And, and I want to do it good. Like I want yeah. it to be, you know, I want it to be good. I want people to be able to read it and digest it. And I don't want, I just don't want my former uh, employers and bosses and everyone to see it, but I want other people to see it, especially those that don't really work in our profession, because I want them to understand when I start charging you $1,500 for a basic tax return, you're going to understand why, um, mm-hmm. because that's what it should be. Um, yeah. um, um, so, you know, I got the attention and, and I got the opportunity and I was presented the opportunity um, and like I said, this meeting was twofold. Number one, uh, to discuss the opportunity, which I'll touch on in a second, but number two, mm-hmm. to discuss my suffering work and the amount of review notes that were needed to be um, discussed on the returns I was reviewing. Mm-hmm. Here's what I did, my man. I, did, I looked at all that billing stuff, right? And I was seeing what was going on. And I started doing internally what I felt these clients um, were deserving of me and my time. And I would look at the budget and I would look at how much cash we collected and what's on there for the billing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I've determined that this return needs three hours, five yeah. hours. And I capped it. I did it. I did just that. Because a lot of these returns had two reviews already, right? It was prepped mm-hmm. and then it was probably reviewed by a senior. Mm-hmm. If not, maybe it was prepped in India, right? Because that's what we did. I mean, we outsourced everything to India. That's just what, I mean, that was low cost. Yeah. Probably created more work because it was just, it doesn't, it doesn't I've, work. I've heard that so many times. It's terrible, whatever. So, you know, and then, and then it gets prepped and then it goes to a junior and then a senior. So at that level, right, they can just blame the managers and that's what you do. You just blame the managers, blame mm-hmm. the managers, right? You didn't teach me this, that, and the other thing. So, all right, motherfuckers. So I started reviewing the returns with what I wanted to do. Five hours. Guess what? It sucked. It wasn't good. I don't care. Okay. I want to go home and see my kids. If it sucks, then get more money. All right. Go get money. And that's what I would ask. And they would be like, oh, really? You're just going to give up $20,000? Oh, really? You're just going to give up $30,000? Yeah, dude, because we're racking up one fifty. Like, are you fucking kidding me? My man, we did this tax return. I'll never forget this return. He was a plastic surgeon, and he was making $10 million with his W-2s and his investments and capital gains and dividends. Like, though his wife was an early investor in Twitter and, and, and sold her stock in, yeah, whatever that was, probably uh, – 2014, 15, okay. maybe something like that, right? And there was a tremendous amount of gains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his tax return was a beast. I mean, tons of brokerage statements, all these MLPs, which are called Master Limited Partnerships. Yeah. Um, and, you know, right? So, and those, those fucking oil things and these stupid, yeah. nobody knows what to do with them. Like, I am convinced the entire world, or at least the entire country, and they get those MLPs, everybody that looks, what do you do with this? You know, I'm going to do it, throw in the fucking garbage because I'm not going to do it anyway. <laughs> Like, just audit me. Just fucking give me, a, give me an assessment. If you have it, then just to charge my tax return and I'll just write you a check. Because yeah. it's not even worth my accountant's time, but they don't care because we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so, so that was a significant problem, right? Because I wasn't billing. Uh, I wasn't putting in the time that I should have. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I wanted my work-life balance that they promised me. Yeah. Um, 
And if we're a family, then you're going to understand my position because you're going to understand that I'm trying to do these things and you're going to understand that, um, yeah, Justin, you got a point. We got a, we got a problem here, right? Because mm-hmm. if we can't do Joe Blow's tax return um, that has all of these things and MLPs for $950, that's what we did it for, $950. You know what my billable rate was then? $550. And you know what the excuse was? It's a flat rate for all the doctors, which were, there were five. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I air quartered. They were actually doctors. <laughs> like they're not real. Yeah. So I don't know why. Yeah, I not like Dr. Phil or anything like no, that. They are real doctors. Like, <laughs> they're real doctors. Um, and they were all really, I liked all of them. Like they were yeah. really nice. Except for the controller. She was the worst. You know, that's a different thing. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the thing was, well, we get it on the accounting work. We get it on the accounting work, right? And all we were were the controller's little bitch. Like anytime she needed something, we just had to do it. And guess mm-hmm. what? If we didn't do it, guess what? They would go to the partner. Justin didn't do this. He didn't do this. He told me this. Justin told me this. And mm-hmm. guess who they believed every single time? The client, every time. Of, of course. course. Yeah, of client's course. always right. Again, by the way, fuck you for that. <laughs> Seriously, fuck you for that. Okay, I can say it now. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, I'm an angry person. I need to just say, I mean, I'm working on that in therapy. So hopefully when we do more of these, I won't be as angry. But I'm still... Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I know people are there, like my girls and my guys. Like, you know who you are. Like, yeah. you know, I love you and I miss you. And, and I hope that this can inspire you guys to, you know, try to shake it up this, this coming, uh, winter, uh, this coming spring, um, mm-hmm. suck it up this year. Uh, there's really not much you can do unless you guys are going to strike. Right. That'd be pretty interesting. Right. Maybe that we'll just start this awesome. whole, like, excuse me, whole, like, you know, uh, walkout. <laughs> Let's do it on social media. We'll do a walkout, right? Seniors, big four accountants got like a hundred fucking thousand followers. Let's reach out. We'll do, a, we'll do a walkout on March 10th. <laughs> I like it. No, no, no. I like it. Let's do it. No, let's do it. You know what? That's going to get your attention. I bet you guys are going to start looking at this shit now because two Mm -hmm. things have to happen. You either need to fire the clients that are not productive or Mm -hmm. get more money from them. And you Mm -hmm. know what else you do? You scale back. Stop worrying about the cranes top 10. You're not efficient. You're not utilizing. You're not bringing in the dollars. You're just Mm -hmm. buying other firms and pretending like this place is fun. And it's not. Guys, my Long Island people, he's in Texas. There's guys in California. There's people up north. It's all the same. We're all saying the same. We're together. Okay, we're together. Partners, you too. Okay, you too. You need to do something about it. You should just fucking walk out also because they work even more. Like, and they don't even make that much money. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to make more money than all of them next year. And I'm in my fucking pajamas in my house <laughs> waiting for my children to come home who's got it better than me so innovation committee um um i'm not doing my work and mm-hmm. they call me in and they talk to me about my work and we talk about senior manager and and how that's not a possibility because of my work meanwhile leading up to that i would go through you know everything to support it right and i had a very good argument and they shot it down including the lmp um, then they tell me about this, this selection I got for this committee. And I was like, what? Like, really? And they said, it's a six week project that, that they were asking them because, you know, I would have to get pulled for six weeks and I wouldn't be able to work on anything. And I had to work on this because this is the future of the firm, right? We're going to build a program with six pillars and we're going to take six weeks and we're going to take six of the best people, 10 of the best people, a couple of them I knew. And we talked independently after. Um, that were selected and all of us quit, all of us quit. 
Um, from what I understand, nothing has happened with that committee since because I think two or three people left. I know at least one myself and maybe one other. And since then, who knows? Yeah. Um, but um, they, uh, they were presented this thing. They were presented this opportunity for me and, and they were asked um, to speak to me about it. And when they said if they thought it was going to be a possibility, they said no. Are you kidding me? No. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Jesus. He said no. Right then and there, in that moment, these guys don't have the same goals in mind for me that I do. And they're not listening to me. They don't know what I want. They just care what they want. Mm-hmm. Okay? They wanted what they wanted. They wanted me to be a 480A expert, whatever the fuck that is. I don't even remember. Like mm-hmm. fiscal year. No, thank you. Like, don't we have experts for that stuff? Can't I just do the tax returns and the accounting, the stuff that needs to get done that we should get paid for because it sucks anyway? So these guys said no. And I remember thinking to myself, no, who the fuck are you? I'm a grown-ass man, bitch. You don't tell me what to do. Like, fuck that shit. Meanwhile, sitting there in that room, I already had the offer on the table. I had it on the table. It was done. Like, I was negotiating the back end. It was all worked out. We agreed. Everything was good. And then I just had to make a decision. And the reason why I was holding on to the decision was because I wanted to see if this committee, um, that's a real opportunity. Like I'm going to have an opportunity to work with a national top 15 ish firm, Mm -hmm. 10, 12, whatever they were at that time with the CEO of the firm with some of the top, like, you know, chief of staff and it, Mm -hmm. And we're going to build this program to change this place. Fuck. That's cool. Yeah. No, that, that, yeah, that sounds awesome, man. It was, it did was awesome. Like I'm not even overselling. It was yeah. fucking awesome. And I felt like a champion being in the office and like being the guy that was selected and like yeah. everyone was like, that was awesome. Like that yeah. felt really good. Even though I know most people just fucking hated me on it. So whatever. So I had <laughs> of course, man. Felt like I shouldn't do it. I'm like, Oh, I got to be here with my family and bill hours. And- <laughs> right? You're so abandoning your family by, be- by going over there. So, um, so, so they tell me no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talk about my work and then we talk about my career, my future and you know, whatever mm-hmm. I, I, well, in that meeting, I'm like, I'm out of here. I just, I was still navigating. Um, the only reason why I didn't quit right then and there is because I didn't want to be a complete dick. I just wanted to make it seem like I was going to really think about it. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it at yeah. all. I was gone. The second you guys said no, I was gone. Yeah. That was it. I was lucky enough to have an offer on the table too. And to be honest with you, even if I didn't, I might've still left. Yeah. Um, and, and I might've actually done something you know, about it because mm-hmm. I was thinking about going to the CEO, to be honest. Um, but I didn't um, because I was quitting. So I... Um, I waited till that Monday and I quit. And of course, what did they do? Put the press on, right? How can we get you to stay? All of a sudden, I'm getting a raise. All of a sudden, I'm getting a raise. Oh, look at that. I think he says to me, he's like, you know, let me ask you something seriously. I'm not saying it would happen, but let me, if I go to Mr. CEO and I say, hey, you know, we got to like double Justin's salary. And he was just saying it facetiously, right? Yeah. Would you stay? I looked him right in the eye. I said, no fucking way, man. You could triple it. You can pay me a million dollars. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. You guys aren't loyal to me. Yeah. You don't care about me. You don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Maybe you like me as a person and we're kind of buddies and we like, and yeah, and we've been through a lot and there's a lot of, you know, you know, uh, work. I mean, you're working closely with these people, but I got to, all due respect guys, I was seeing you more than my kids and family. Mm -hmm. Fuck that shit. 
-hmm. not anymore. And I said, fuck, you know what, guys? That's it. I'm out. I quit on Monday. Um, I went to this place. It was a complete fucking disaster. Um, I'm going to try to fucking put you guys out of business soon. Maybe I'll be buying your book. You guys suck, all right? And what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're not going to do shit about it because we already have a pending legal matter that is still pending. Want to come after me? Let's go. Like, I'm totally ready for it because fuck you too, all right? They promised me a bunch of shit. Never really happened. Didn't work out. Mm -hmm. um, they fired me and then tried to sue me and then tried to sue my clients, uh, even clients that they didn't have rights to. Now, let me explain something to you all, okay? This is where it gets good. You guys don't want to leave because you're afraid of getting sued, afraid of non-competes, afraid of anything, et cetera, okay? Let's talk about this for a second. First and foremost, they're not enforceable. They're not. They're not enforceable. You cannot get in trouble, okay? They might scare you. They might threaten you, but they can't do anything. Why is that? Because you're not technically soliciting, okay? You're leaving a firm and you're bringing people with you because they want you. They don't want the brand. They want you. So mm -hmm. take advantage of that opportunity. The reason why you're not doing it is because you think they're going to sue you. They will. Ignore it. That's what I should have done. Honestly, I should have just taken it and thrown it in the fucking garbage. Well, yeah, what are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? It's not enforceable, okay? The judges, the courts, they're sick of this shit in New York. They don't even look at it unless it's legitimate. Here's mm -hmm. where you're going to get in trouble, guys, okay? You're thinking about quitting, going off on your own. You go into the system. You steal all the files. You steal all the contact information, right? You're going to pull it all out. You put it on your own server. You quit, you leave, and then you call them all up and you try to cake them. That's bullshit. That's illegal. You can't do that. You're going to get in trouble. I know people that have done that and it's not going to be good, okay? When you quit and you leave, and not only do you have relationships, right? I remember even when I left that, the, the last public accounting firm, they made it seem like they were doing me a favor by giving me the relationships, like giving me the clients, and I don't have to pay for them. That's what they said, like, you know, you don't have to pay for these. And at the time, I was like, oh, okay, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. Then I later mm -hmm. learned that it's all bullshit. All of it's bullshit. <laughs> So if I'm you right now, here's what I'm doing during tax season, all right? You don't want me to steal your clients because you guys are going to go for a little snooze, right? Everybody's going to be working until 2 o'clock in the morning getting returns done. You know what you're not doing? Servicing your clients. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go service your clients because they're going to ask me questions. I already took one. That was easy. Mm -hmm. more coming because I know how to do the work in the back end, guys, and that's the model, okay? That's what we're trying to build. So why don't we think about this for a second again? Like not – it needs to change, all right? Seniors. Partners, partners who fucking hate their life, who just can't stand working with these millennials, right? These fucking millennials. Are they ever going to learn? Are these fucking, right? Fucking millennials, fucking millennials. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. So they're not going to, they're not going to change. They're not going to learn. They're not going to do your work. And they're not, they're just not, they're just going to keep rolling over. They're just going to keep attrition going to keep, just keep going. Mm -hmm. You think it's going to get easier for you? No, it's going to get harder for you because each and every one of you are being promised board seats and this and you're a partner and you're a future leader of the firm. Yeah, okay. Honestly, like look at yourself in the mirror as a 25-year-old, 26-year-old, 22-year-old, okay? Look at these partners. Do you want to be them? Do you want to be them? Like do you look at them and like I want that guy's life. I want that girl's life. That looks awesome. When, when CPA Enterprises is this big fucking machine, you know what I'm going to do with my partners? I'm going to make sure that they're in the office one or two days a week, if that. 
They're going to have smiles on their faces every single day. They're going to be wearing flip-flops and they're going to be tan and they're going to be driving their Lamborghinis and mm-hmm. their seats, whatever they want to do. They're going to be going on vacation because when my staff see that, they're going to want that. Mm-hmm. How do I get that, Justin? How do I get there? Well, here it is. This is how we do it because we speak business language fluently. Mm-hmm. There is no other profession, none in business that is important as what we do because we speak the language the attorneys i don't care you're smart okay do a journal entry can you sit down and negotiate some kind of m a deal based on a balance sheet and based on projections can you you can pretend but i have the details behind it so i know what's real and not and it's not just me like i've got a team behind me i have an army not here literally but yeah. i do i have five professionals that i that i that i work with on a I'm like a general con. It's like almost like I'm a construction company, right? Like, you know, construction companies, even though I do have a small one, Mm -hmm. right? You get to work and then you sub it out. I'm doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just, I'm doing the literally the same thing and it holds everybody accountable because everyone wants to get paid and it all goes through me. I tell every one of my clients the exact same thing. What I just said to you is no different than I say to my clients. And I just Mm -hmm. say, I'm the quarterback. It goes through me. All that goes through me. Um, and, And that's what I do. I went on a tangent. I don't know where we were, but um, you know, that, that was essentially, you know, the whole, oh, the lawsuits. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're in practice right now and you're in public, stop thinking about what clients you might want to be able to work with. Why not talk to them, plant seeds, whatever it is, do your style. Okay. I'm not saying solicit. I'm just saying, take care of yourself. Okay. Put yourself in opportunities that you want to be in. And don't be afraid to not only ask questions, but ask for help. Don't be, and look, if you have this great relationship with a client that you like, you know, small, big, whatever, you know, maybe you want to work there, plant a seed, right? Maybe they can make you an offer. And if they're worried about, you know, XYZ company being pissed off, what's more important, your accountant or the future of your company? And do you have the balls and the confidence to sit there and sell that? Like I wouldn't, right? But you look at our boy Juan, swaggy Pete. Oh, yeah. Fly, oh, yeah. slick, and that's why I love that guy. Him. That guy's just going up, and anybody yeah. says something, he's just in it, man. You know, I was talking with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Daniel. Uh, he works for he's a works for Zero, and so he's kind of the the beck and we were kind of talking about it a little bit. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, man, Juan's out there just left and right throwing haymakers, you know, just like." And he's landing them, and you're mm-hmm. taking them, and you're falling down. He's 24, guys. Mm-hmm. Right, 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 24, 25. Yeah, something like that. A lot younger than I am. I'll tell you that. He's out there asking for what he wants. He has a good story that we talked about on his show. Like, you know, he asked for what he wants. Ask and demand. Mm -hmm. This is your life. Nobody lives your life but you. Nobody. You do. Okay. Mm -hmm. They don't care about you. Take Mm -hmm. care of yourself, your mental health. Okay. That is important. We are all fucked up. Every one of us. Okay. At that firm, we are fucked up together because we are in this ancestral place of anxiety and stress and constant deadlines mm-hmm. and just off, like just not a healthy environment. These places are not healthy. We can work from home, right? The big four, right? They have the, the check-ins on the desks, right? Like you got to check in and out, right? You got to get the desk. Like, wow, that sucks, right? Can you imagine being a director and every time you want to go to the office, you have to like call HR to get a desk? Like that sucks. And yeah, no, I know that happens no. at price. No, thank you. That would no. So you can do that, right? And if you're a partner, you're in the best position for that, right? And what am I saying? Go start your own consulting company. 
go start your own consulting company, right? And, and, and go consult with the client because they want you to. Mm-hmm. You're not giving them enough. You're not. You're just not. You think you might be, but you're not. They want more. One of the last job I was at, um, uh, the last W-2 I got, mm-hmm. um, I, had, I had partnered with, um, with, with the first firm I was at with, with some buddies of mine. Um, and, 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 you know, not to get into that story too much, which is a different day, um, just to give you an example of the quality of work that this company was doing, I came in to do the bookkeeping. Um, it was like a $30 million company, but it was, they, sell, they sold widgets widgets that were used to be alive and people eat. Okay. That, that was kind of widgets. Um, okay. and it was a lot of cash and, and, and the purchase, listen, the margins weren't, you know, the margins were what they were, but they were fairly thin for the most part. And it was a lot of cost of goods. Mm-hmm. All right. They were on, they were on, this was 2017. Mm-hmm. They were on QuickBooks version 2006. They also used an internal system that printed out reports from a program that the younger pro- folk probably don't know. You and I know it's called DOS. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know you're that. La- I'm not kidding. Wow. Not $30 kidding. million dollars a year. And they're, they're using 06 QuickBooks. Yeah. Again, like it's a, it's a, it's, you know, there's a small, yeah. you know, the margin side on that. I want to yeah. make that clear. Like it's not okay. like they're grossing that and they're killing it. Right. I yeah. mean, everyone's doing their thing. It's all cash for the most part like a lot of cash yeah. and the way these books were set up, man, it was just journal entries. All my job was right. All my job was as I say it out loud right now, like I'm thinking about it mm-hmm. and you were laughing at the 2006, that the dust, my job was to go into the 2006 QuickBooks and tie it out to the DOS program. That's what I did. I tied it out to the DOS program. I was taking the QuickBooks, the old version of QuickBooks, and tying it out to the DOS program. That's an issue, right? Then I was using the old version of QuickBooks. This firm was charging them, I think, like $30,000, $40,000 a year or something like that. They were providing a review, right? So there was a minimal level of assurance. How do you do a review on, on a set of books and records like that? Like, I'm just doing journal entries. That's it. And I'm tying out cash. Yeah. You know about cash? I'm in 2017 and I'm looking at the outstanding checklist, which isn't in, it's not in, it's not in QuickBooks. You know why? Cause we're paying the checks through DOS. So that's why I got to get those checks in there. Right. I got to get that DOS shit into QuickBooks. Right. This, again, mm-hmm. this is 2006. So it's a 10 year fucking program. And mm-hmm. there's a, there was 11 updates, but we're still going to, and we're not going to invest the $250 to get the new one. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So when I get the cash reconciliation, excuse me, from the prior accountant, the prior bookkeeper who wasn't a CPA. I don't even think he had a fucking education. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, there were checks outstanding from 2008, 2009, 2010, 12, 13, you know, probably footed down. If I remember, it was maybe, you know, like, eh, like five, six, seven, eight thousand $8,000. It wasn't much considering the, the, the gross margin of the company. And I said, guys, like, we have checks outstanding from then. Like, let's clean this shit up. Oh, yeah, that's Norm's responsibility. Okay, well, we're providing a review. Oh, yeah, but it's below scope. It's immaterial. Like, th- just write it off. It's a check from 2008 for $10. Yeah. Get it off the goddamn ledger. I don't yeah. care if it's below scope. Like, and then you're doing a review. How do you provide assurance on a company that is legitimately, I, it was mostly cash, 
And those guys are stealing a shitload of money. There is no doubt in my mind. It is mostly cash for the whole thing. The owner of the business is down in Florida. He never came up and he just let this place operate. And he's trusting this firm, thinking that they're looking out for him. They're not. Because I was there and I know for a fact they're stealing. Like without a doubt. Like I see these guys operate. I was there once a week. Like I was there all the time. The cash is flowing all over the place. And these guys are old school, you know, they're not, yeah, they're stealing without a doubt, but we're going to provide assurance on this and tie out insurance and prepaid. And we're going to give, we're going to give our client this whole big report just so we can see, you know what he was looking at? The only things he cared about were the margins and uh, there was something else. You know what I started doing? Cause they started, uh, they started kind of challenging my work a little bit. And I was like, do you realize that this stuff doesn't make sense? Right? Like, like, you know, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing like, and it's a cruel, like, and it's a cruel. So like, even when I think I got it right, like there's a haymaker that came in next month. I didn't see coming. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is this? I got to look into this shit. What the hell, where does this even come from? Mm -hmm. Right. And then I became, then that's a whole day for all I know. Yeah. Um, so I just started, uh, I started cheating because honestly it was like obnoxious. Like I just was sick of it. And I just figured, mm -hmm. all right, they were actually upgrading to a new system. So I figured, let me just kind of like hang out until the, I get the new system. Cause I'm just wasting my time. You know, I feel like the client's money is being wasted also. Um, mm -hmm. but that's a different issue. And, um, and, um, 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 um what was I going to say? So I, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. I got a text message and I got distracted. Um, <laughs> which happens to me sometimes. So with this client, right, with this opportunity. So oh, right. this so, yeah, so all he cares about is tying it out to a couple of schedules. Now I remember, it was gross margin. The other schedule was a schedule that the, one of the internal guys used for like paying bills and stuff, and he likes to see what needs to be paid. I just started looking at that stuff and just tying it out. Like I just knew what they wanted to see. So I'm like, yeah. all right, well, that's what you want to see. I can just, I can make whatever I want. It's a journal entry. I'm using an old, a 10 year old program that has checks outstanding from 10 years prior. I have checks outstanding on this program that were literally there since the program was installed. Wow. Fucking this is easy. Yeah. Whatever I want. It's a joke. I don't do that now. I would never do that. And I, I, do, I wish I didn't do it then, but honestly, like you guys are charging them $40,000 to do a review. Review of what? What are you reviewing? Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, there's no possible way. You don't even know how to use QuickBooks. Like, I was on the phone with them. Asked, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to use QuickBooks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good, good valuated services there, guys. You know? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so that was that. So, look, you know, that was all part of it. I got fired. I got these lawsuits going on. Um, I got this big story, too, with a former client, which is a completely different story. Uh, I uncovered fraud. I uncovered theft. Um, there's a whole lot of shit going on here and I haven't talked about any of this on camera yet. I haven't talked about any of this on video yet and it's coming out. The story's coming out guys. It's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Everybody that was involved, fuck you. Okay. Thanks for backing me up. Thanks for your support. Now I'm here. It took a little while, but mm -hmm. now I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. Okay. So you're either with me or you're against me. Period. End of story. Okay. And if you're against me, I'm running right through you. It's not, I'm, I'm still pissed just because of what happened. And I, I, I actually might even cry a little bit. I'm not kidding. Um, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was tough, man. Like, and I had nobody, no, everyone, like turned I mean, everybody turned their back on me. Nobody. And the ones that said they cared, they didn't care. Yeah. They didn't care. I know you didn't care. You know what? Well, where you been? You cared? Have you called me? Mm -hmm. I ain't picking up your phone call now. So don't even try.
Yeah. No, you were going to say something. I've been talking like crazy. No, 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 no. I was going to say, man, I mean, I can imagine, you know, with going through some lawsuits and then, you know, the people that had your back never did. You know, I mean, I, don't worry. Yeah. I'm winning all of them. Everyone. You know, I, I, I just made a lot of bad mistakes. Like I've just made mistakes and I put the trust and effort into people thinking that people cared um, and they do care. It's just you care about yourself and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, I was your friend. We were colleagues. We were family. Mm-hmm. What you been? Yeah. You don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's fine. But I do. And that's why I was hurt because mm-hmm. I do care. And uh, that's not something I do anymore because I've made a lot of mistakes and I've learned a lot of lessons. Um, and I'm all in on social media. So I want to go back and touch on something real quick. Partners, mm-hmm. you can do the same thing. Guys, quit. Quit unless you love it. Quit unless you love it. Think about how your life outside of that place will look if you weren't there and then make that happen. You can do it. You can outsource to India just like they do. You can outsource to to North Dakota just like they do. Okay. You can answer emails just like they do. You can prepare tax returns. You can do it all from your house. I travel when I need to and I don't when I don't. Mm-hmm. You ask me where am I located? I'm literally located on every single ping point on the entire planet Earth, okay? And I work 24-7, mm-hmm. okay? I'm making money when I'm not working. And when I'm not making money and I'm not working, I'm marketing my brand and I'm promoting myself. Mm-hmm. That's today's marketing. The former firm I just, I just was at, mm-hmm. they, um, they were all proud of it. Everybody's posting it on social media. Oh, we're sponsoring the MLB winter meetings wow the winter meetings <laughs> like, who the fuck watches that except for me because i'm a big met fan and i actually love the winter meetings right yeah but who's watching the winter meetings and if you're trying to get eyeballs from prospects and clients they're too busy to watch the winter meetings and if they're watching the winter meetings you know what they're doing they're getting their content on sports center to see what all the highlights were or Bleacher Report or Barstool mm-hmm. sending them press notifications. So they had a whole bunch of sponsorships and I see their brand all over the place and I'm thinking to myself, how much did that cost you? I, oh. You know, I, that's funny you say that. I was talking to the, uh, the paychecks rep here. Uh, she came by, we were kind of talking and she was telling me, she's like, oh, I'm, you know, there's this company out in kind of south of where I'm at that's, you know, doing really well. I was like, Okay, you know, that's, you know, good for them. I don't know why you're telling me. She's like, yeah, well, I see you, you know, you started posting on Instagram and I see they post on social media every day. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, and I go in there to look at it. These posts are literally just, do you need help with taxes? We can help. Call us now. They can't. They're lying because if they can just say that, they're not going to. You know, you know look for the people that are doing what I'm doing. All right. Look for them. Who is giving you the technical content for free? Mm-hmm. okay i'll give you all my secrets i don't it doesn't matter yeah that's the same thing you know i was talking with uh will lopez last episode over at uh advisor uh, Advisorfy, yeah and so we were talking about it and if it's i just, can real quick you uh will lopez advisor you're the reason why i made my s-corp video with all due respect i didn't think yours was very good and i i mean that in the nicest way possible it's just you're the reason why i you're one of the reasons why i actually started all of this because when i saw it and i'm like dude, I can do way better. And mine's not that good. 
because I'm nervous and I've done, you know, and it's, it was a while ago, really it was August, but the goal for me was to capture the actual content of doing the forms. I felt that that was important. Um, I don't want to get paid for it because I feel like people can do it for free and it's the S selections, the corporations, you can do it all. And that's what my video is for mm -hmm. self. Okay. And that's important because lawyers would charge thousands of dollars, if not more. And I was one of them because I didn't even know you could do it yourself. I learned it on my own already after I paid, um, a shitload of money from my PC to be formed, which is a mm -hmm. different issue. Um, but yeah, he's, he's the reason why I did that video. So thank you for that. Um, you know, he's way more, he's got a ton of shit out there too. Yeah. Um, he's right. one of the guys and him and yeah. CPA strength. I know you, I see you liking my stuff on, on social and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are some of the guys I saw in the beginning of all this. And I've been looking at both of them, particularly for a lot longer than I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. And you guys kind of just, you know, I can do this and I can, if you guys can do it right. And maybe there's yeah. opportunities for us to all collaborate. Um, you know, it's all friendly competition. And I think it's good that we just kind of drive each other because we all have a common goal. Mm -hmm. We all want to work from home in our pajamas. So. Yeah, no. I mean, we were trying to change the industry, you know, I mean, that's something we, we really talked about was just kind of how they don't get it. You know, the, the, these older generations don't get it. Um, you know, uh, with us, we're all about collaboration. We're all about, you know, there, there's proprietary information that if you go talk to one of these older CPAs or anything, you know, they're just like, well, no, uh, that's going to cost you $200 an hour to talk to me, $350 an hour to talk to me if you have that question. Why? You know, I, I so in my office, I'm in a little co Because they're insecure. Because they yeah. know they can't, they can't keep the client. They can't invest the time. They're insecure. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're not going to be able to service the client. That's why you got to get paid up front because you're not going to get paid long term. Mm -hmm. That's why you want money now. That's mm -hmm. why I do that too. Like if I, and I only just started doing that because I've gotten burned. If I don't feel good about a prospect, I'm throwing out a fee for my time. And if they bite, well, then they're serious. And if they yeah. don't, well, I ain't going. Me too. I got burned pretty bad. And now it's just I require payment up front for everything just because. Well, I get, yeah, I get retainers and deposits now. And yeah. that's one of the mistakes I made. That's why I got another small little lawsuit. That's a whole different story. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I want to, um, so this other lawsuit I got going on, I'm suing a guy for like 1600 bucks. Not a big deal. Uh -huh. Um, but it was, it ended very, very badly. <laughs> um, uh, he, uh, he had a big issue with my work product and two things he didn't understand. He didn't understand that a dashboard on QuickBooks online is not a function to use to operate your business unless mm -hmm. you're updating it pretty much every hour because there's all sorts of transactions that take place on both your credit card and bank account that affect your balance sheet and your P and L that happens in a real time on, on the dashboard. It's real time, especially if you download it, it's all real time. Mm -hmm. So to have that managed and perfect. And that's how, if that is not only costly. I mean, it's just very costly and really, honestly, it's not even worth it. It doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense, but this knucklehead was actually running his business based on that. No wonder why he is having challenges. And then when he dove into my work, and saw that his dashboard wasn't like it used to be because it was close to being, you know, more correct than it was. Mm -hmm. He felt like the other one was correct. That's fine. Whatever. It is what it is. Now your accounting's correct. And if your dashboard's messed up, that means your accounting was wrong. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, right? The balance sheet are all balances. So then he doesn't want to pay me. We get into a fight. He threatens to sue me. I sue him first. So I'm the plaintiff. He's the defendant. He's refusing to pay me, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna, I wrote it down because it's a really good content piece and I'm going to share the whole thing and I'm going to show you what fucking idiots are out there. This moron, okay, look through my general ledger. 
and told me I made all these mistakes. I, tra- I, I put travel with professional fees. He put my fee with insurance. And I'm like, what? Like, what? no way. That, and I was actually a little insecure because I just started out. I'm like, oh my God, I fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Really? I, hadn't, I would never do that. I'm like, wow, I'm a real idiot. Like, did I really do that? So when I go into the GL, he, oh, he sends me, he said, that's what I'm going to share. So I'm going to share it with you guys. I'll, I, I got to figure it out, but it'll be up, you know, sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, he sent me the GL and he printed out a bunch of pages and he put notes and he started and he showed me all these mistakes. He's like, this is not right. This goes here. This goes here. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm flipping through. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm looking at it. Okay. And I'm like, wait a second. The way the general ledger works is you have, you have, you have the, the opening account, right? So it's account 1000 and it's called travel expenses, right? So you have 1000, it's in bold and it says travel expenses. And then you have all the activity below it, right? All the day, you know, everything, whatever it is, all the activity. And then it foots down to the bottom, right? Travel expenses, account 1000. So you have the, the name of the account, the activity below it, and then the total name of the account activity below it total. Mm-hmm. This brain surgeon who loved to tell me all the time that he has a master's degree didn't always like to remind me that he has a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have a master's degree. I, I have a ma- Okay, like, congratulations. Is it in accounting? Because obviously it's not doing you any good, at least in what we're doing together. Yeah. I, I, I want to frame. So you have the, the, the account number, the chart of account, right? And again, the activity is below. It's below. This brain surgeon was looking at the, uh, the total, the, the, I'm sorry, the, 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 the first line, right. Where I said, you know, it's a thousand and it says the, you know, the travel and then the detail mm-hmm. and the total. So he was looking at the top line and then going up. Let that sit for a minute. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? No, no. I'm not kidding oh. you. Cause I'm going to show it to you. I have proof. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm going to share it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wow. And I'm looking and I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you're just a fucking idiot. And, and, and that's kind of crazy too, because that's how hard it is to actually show value in the accounting profession. Right. This guy with a master's degree who thinks he's smarter than everyone else mm-hmm. looks at his business activity. The most important thing in his life outside of his health is his mm-hmm. business because that's what funds his family to survive. Mm-hmm. And he can't even look at the reports properly to make decisions or at least try to yell at his former accountant and refuse to pay for services, which he did. So you can't even frame out your argument properly because you literally have no idea what you're talking about. You saw travel expenses and then you looked up and you saw professional fees and you thought that I put my professional fees and travel expenses. That's stupid. Like, really? Like, really? No. But no, it's just, you know, it, no, it doesn't, it's not, that's why we're here, yeah. right? That's why we're here. That's why we're disrupting. That's why we're pissing people off because we can, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, it's open on the table. It's here. So this could, this could be a, a pretty important podcast this could be a pretty important interview mm-hmm. and i have to imagine it's going to piss off a lot of people and um good yeah i mean good. you know change isn't easy you yeah. know and people are very resistant to it and if they are resistant to it well, they're not going to like it you know and 
I know the the big heads are getting mad because we're out here throwing all these ideas about how you can work for you know work on your own and, and you can actually collaborate with other with other professionals you know why not why 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 have to do you have to keep everything internally when you can just work with someone else like you said you know you're the quarterback you, you I pay I pay people man like I'll charge a fee like you just mm-hmm. charge what's right like and I was doing two engagements the other day one of them I took from the, one of the firms mm-hmm. um, which I think they're finding out about today um, <laughs> but um um I try to increase my, I went through the engagement letter. I'm like, Oh, maybe I can get a little bit more. And I did this a lot. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm worth this. I'm going to ask for it. And they accept. Mm It's like, good. Thank you. That means a lot. Now it's time to get to work. Right. Mm -hmm. Earning money is a lot different than making money. Mm -hmm. Anyone can make money. Right. You can just go out and sell bullshit and make money. But did you earn it? Because earning it is, 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 is more important than just making it. Mm-hmm. And that's what provides legacy. That's what Gary Vee talks about all the time, right? Long game, brand mm-hmm. building. That's what it means. There's nothing I'm saying on any of these interviews or articles that I'm not willing to defend. I'm willing to debate all of it. And I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone and really change my mind. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Change my mind. Change our minds. Tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if I am, I'm open to have a conversation about it, okay? And if we disagree, then we disagree. But that's why we have the opportunity to have our own companies and have our own firms. You guys can do it. They're not going to sue you. They're not. They're going to threaten to do it. They're not going to sue you. Do you want to know why? They can't afford it. They don't want to deal with it. It's not worth their time and energy. It's just not. And you can probably take one or two or three, go start off on your own, form your own corporation, get yourself an S-Corp, get yourself QuickBooks, get yourself a tax software, or do something similar like I did, right? Build a small little book of business. It's not that hard. If mm-hmm. the fucking idiots that I worked with at my last job can do it, so can you. <laughs> you're better than them, all right? Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of old people working in a little shop. They have no idea what they're doing, okay? And most <laughs> people don't. The reason why these morons are able to get away with what they get away from is because all you guys, the good people, are stuck in these firms. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to leave. So that's why these box shop H&R fucking get your billions back, the biggest scam in, in, in American uh, tax, get your billions back. Again, guys, interest-free loans to the people you hate the most. Trump, right? You hate, right? Obama, whatever. You're mm-hmm. giving it to the IRS. Mm-hmm. Great. I, th- I mean, that, that, that's something I preach every day. You know, I've got, I've got friends and I've got people I talk to like, oh, I can't wait to get my refund. I'm like, you know, you just gave the government a, a interest-free loan, right? Why I'm gonna charge? Yeah, go. Ahead. Yeah, it's like why, why would you not want that money throughout the year to live, be able to live more? Why are you Why are you so dependent on this big refund you're getting? Because people think it's uh, people think it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, "Oh, my guy gets me back this. My guy gets me back this." I just want to let everybody know, okay, real quick. If you wanted to pay zero income tax, I can do that in two seconds. I ain't signing the return, but I'll prepare for you. It's your fucking return. I'll show it to you. I'll give you all sorts of deductions. I'll just make it up. You can do it. I've done it. Mold firms, that's what we used to do. We used to call them uh, uh, first name specials. So it was like, you know, Justin specials, they were called. You know what he would do? He would sit with a little piece of yellow paper and he would sit down with the client for about an hour, hour and a half, charge him about 1,000, 1,500 bucks. And he would sit there and go through things, right? And he would sell them different services, a refinance, a life insurance policy, right? Because we all get paid on those things. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with being transparent about that, but again, earn it, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't just put it in somebody's face because you want to get money. 
mm-hmm. bullshit. Like provide value. Like if they need the life insurance and it makes sense for them to refinance, and that's great. Then you should profit from that. You should profit from that relationship. Yeah. You built that relationship without you being that center of influence for the for the network. You wouldn't have gotten the opportunity. So you mm-hmm. deserve to get money on that. But do it because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We used to sit through. I used to get it. And I used to get the file, right? So I get the prior year balance sheet, prior year income statement, and then I would get the current year Justin special report. He would essentially just back into cash. Any, oh, excuse me, based on his uh, uh, P&L he created. So he would back into cash based on the P&L he created, based on the meeting with his client. So how much money do you bring in? Let me see, let me see your December bank statement. Oh, well, how much do you think you spent? Okay, well, how much income tax do you want to pay? And he would just... And I would get these, right? I wish I had that stuff. That stuff I don't have. I wish I had that. That was good. That would have been good content. But like you can see his notes. It's like he's crossing things off. Oh, this should be mud. This goes up. This goes down. He's changing cash. And when he gives it to me, he gives it to me. He's like, book the journal entry. I put in the file. I would put in the W-2s, the December 31st bank statement, which I just back into. I just built yeah. the journal entry and I just backed into the bank statement to just tie out cash. So I have cash. So if anyone looks at it, I have December 31st bank statement. So I can tell you how much cash is there at the end of the year. And then I just mm-hmm. balance the rest of it based on the profit or loss that was given to me by the client because they didn't want to pay for bookkeeping. I'm sure that still goes on. Oh, yeah. No, I. you know what? It's funny you say that because at the old firm I was at, it was the partner. He was very notorious for doing that. We would call it his three initials. It'd be his three initials and then adjustment. It yeah. would be initials adjustment. And so it was always, you know, it's just arbitrary ABC adjustment. So you would look at the tax return. And, and sometimes, I mean, I, I kid you not, there was one where it was one piece of paper that just said, there is no information. This is made up. And, and just, you know, at the bottom, you know, initials adjustment. I'm just like. Okay. Well, at least he's being honest. I mean, I yeah. guess that's, you know, better well, no, than. No, 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 mind you. No, they didn't put that. You know, we, oh. we started doing that because it got, it got <laughs> so bad. It got so bad because prior year, well, look at prior year. Well, how come prior year, how come nothing matches? And so we, we were getting yelled at because nothing matched. And then you'd go back and start going through all the notes and everything and start and going through emails in their emails and going through the manager's emails and just like, okay, what, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, no. Oh, there was an adjustment here that you guys talked about, but that was never put in the file. That's why. And so you just spent 10 hours trying to figure out why there's this big adjustment to prepare a tax return you're going to charge $500 for. What, and what am I supposed to do about that? And then you yell at me? Yell and then, and then you, you put your time down and then all that time gets written off. And then I, I'm sorry. I, there was a couple instances that where I used to work at where timesheets, I hate timesheets just because the simple fact that those reports you pull from those to me, they can be, they can be valuable. Some of them, but you can't just be based just on, on what's going on there. And, and you know what we used to do? Oh, so check this out. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so yes. And, and people used to hit the code all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> there was, um, there was a client at one of the last firms I was at. It was a tax return. And um, it was a huge tax return. It was big time money too. Like, and I don't, I don't know what we charged. I think we did an audit and tax return. And honestly, I didn't see a lot of the cash, but I knew kind of what it was because I knew what was going on, on the other side. Um, 
they were codes in the in the timesheets because everything was transparent. So I can go into the elite billing system and I can look at everybody because I did it all the time because I always wanted to know what my staff were doing, number one. And I always wanted to see what my peers were doing because I felt mm-hmm. like it gave me an advantage in terms of negotiating my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to know that because I wanted to know, you know, I wanted to know it. Um, and I found that there were a lot of um, um, dump accounts. <laughs> so... And I know this is, I know this for a fact, like, and I know people that have done this. I discovered this one kind of on my own and I, but I know people do this for a fact. Mm -hmm. They find a little loophole in the system. They find a client that doesn't, a client code that doesn't get looked at and it gets billable charge, but then it just sits there and whip forever and it just gets hidden because guess who else doesn't know how to do accounting? (laughs) Accounting, accounting firms, They, they don't have to do it either. They yeah. the accounting team. They have no fucking idea what they're doing. They're the same people. They're the bookkeepers. They're the same mm-hmm. fucking people, and they have no idea how to do it. Um, and we, uh, we, I'm not gonna lie to you. We used to do that. There, 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 there was one. There was a few clients that you could just, if you needed time, you knew you could put your time to them, and you never got, and you never got penalized never. for it or nothing. You know, never. And it, I mean, look, honestly, I, I would be surprised if there's like. You know, some some people hanging out in the big four under the radar, still getting paid and just hitting that code, right? Like just kind of like disappeared. Yeah. There's probably a, I mean, there's a lot of smart people out there, and you know, and I know these firms got tremendous. I mean, even the people that run it, and and if you think for one second you're the smartest person in the room, you got another thing coming. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably five people at each firm that I'm just guessing that like found a way to like, hey, I'm still getting paid for this place. This is great. All I got to do is just keep hitting my time code to this imaginary thing, and maybe mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. Maybe they won't. Because when you're talking to that many dollars, again, everyone, it's all about efficiency. It's all about speed, but it's got to be good. It's got to be garbage in, garbage out, and it's got to be reverse. <laughs> there, uh, one of the, one of the uh, prior firm I worked at before that, uh, there was somebody that actually, there was a client that you could put your code to. They had no project to it, but you could put your time to it. And so it, I think they finally ran the, decided to run a report on that, co- on that client, and it was just an ungodly amount. Everybody was just half hour, hour, two hours, three hours. It's just, what project are you putting it to? And not even that. Then you leave. And then who cares? (laughs) What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I mean, you're only staying two to three years anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's all you're staying. And if you stay more than five, that means you're stuck, you know, or you have a better plan in place because that's what you should do too. And just a little advice to people, like, unfortunately, guys, the, the young people, the 21, 22 years old, unless you're some kind of, I don't know, like business savant or, or, or prodigy and, and i'm sure they're out there you're gonna have to go you know eat shit for a little while like you're just gonna have to get the calluses you just gotta yeah. go but go in there with the expectation that you're gonna leave yeah. right go in there with a very clear focus and goal on what industry you want to think about right mm-hmm. unless you want to be partner at a big four which i do you know anyone who wants to be partner like i mean that really wants to be partner so like, I, I, have, I have a colleague of mine that, you know, we went to school together and that was his goal in life is I want to be, and I think he's, if I, if I remember correctly, I think he's still there. I think he's up to man, senior manager now. Mm. And so, and I'm like, Hey, you know, you do it, but I'll tell you this, man, I, I had, I had, I have an uncle, I had, I have an uncle who was a, a partner at one of the big, not, not the big four, but one of the top 15 firms in the nation or whatever. And he was the head partner for here in the city. And, you know, smart guy, very smart guy. It's just he 
never saw his kids, never saw his family. And that's just the kind of general theme. And, and when you go into it, you know, when I, when I first got hired, that's what they told me. They're like, hey, we're going to require a little bit of time from you from tax season, 50 hours, maybe max. And, you know, you get in there, it's 80, 90 hours. You're sitting there two, three, like you said, two, three in the morning. And, you know, there, there was times where I'd be done with, I had no more work on my desk. Oh, you're getting more work. There's but, plenty of work to do. But the manager Don't say you're available. <laughs> yeah. Don't the, say you're available. The manager would hoard <laughs> the manager would hoard work because he nobody touched his people. And oh, and, and we weren't allowed to leave unless he was gone. So tell me why. There was one night I was there till three in the morning because I did that. I left. I was like, I'm done with work. And I left. And the next morning I got reamed. Reamed. I mean, and to the point where I think they they took a portion of my bonus away because of it. Because why why would I have the audacity to leave if the manager's still there? He's he you know he's he he's the general. He's there doing it. Why can't you? Why aren't you supporting him? Isn't this America? Like, does this fly in any other industry? No. No. What the fuck? Like, you're going to go to a doctor that's licensed, right? You're going to go to a lawyer that's licensed. You're going to go to a fucking mechanic that's licensed. You're going to go to a hair dresser that's licensed. Mm -hmm. Tell me anyone who's gotten a haircut that didn't see the little license sitting right there on the desk, right? Whether it's male. I don't know if the females have it with the salons. I'm sure they do. But I know at least when I go to the barber and get my haircut, every single one of them's got their license there. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. But... You're telling me if you sat down and didn't see a license, would you get a haircut? Because I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't. So why the hell are you going to H&R Block to get your fucking tax return done? Stupid. Now, I will say this. For me personally, I'm still working on getting that exam. I've got a lot of test anxiety. I'll be up front with it. And so, you know, trying to get it. But, you know. You have any, you have any past? Last one I missed with a 74. Right. Just stay with so, it. Yeah. So, so that that's that's on the to do by this year, you know. But, I, you know, do you have a you should put a plan. Like, I whatever. Everyone's different. Like, I don't. You know, I my story is on. If anyone wants my story is on. I just posted it yesterday, or the day before, um, just this week, and my whole okay. story is there. And I'm not going to get into it because it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it took me two and a half years, man. It took me a long time. And yeah. and I uh, I you know my my middle job when I uh, when I was still in Long Island um, that's that's when I passed and that's mm-hmm. when I supported me that you got to be disciplined and whatever you like I said in the post some people can just fucking take it all summer pass all four and be dumb but mm-hmm. most people don't and the testings I you're gonna get a lot of seventy fours man the fucking seventy fours I got. And you just feel like, man, is I, am I ever going to pass this? Yeah. Um, but you just, you got to be disciplined. You got to, you just turn the computer off. I turn, you know, turn the phone off, no distractions, no social media. And I'm telling you right now, if you start doing that, you're failing. Just know when you do that, if you're going to check your social, your IG, you're going to like get distracted while you're in the library studying, just know I'm going to fail. Every time you do that, tell yourself, now I'm going to fail. Now I'm going to fail. Now I'm going to fail because you're going to because you're not focusing and you're not looking at the product. Like I said it on my post, like there was a subject I'd hide from because I didn't know how to do it. Got me every time. Yeah. Everyone, you get that diagnostic and you see where you failed, where you did the worst in. And it was like the governmental on FAR. That was my Achilles heel, the governmental mm-hmm. stuff on FAR. And FAR was like, I don't know what it is now. It was nine chapters back when I took it. Yeah. I haven't taken that one in a while, but it's it. 
that I, I did. I took that one four times, man. I'm not kidding you. I took it four times. And everyone, I took at least once. And I'm pretty sure that they passed me at the end, too, by the way. <laughs> I, I mean, I just got a 75 on BEC. That was my last one. And I had taken that one before. That's actually the only one I really passed on the first go. I had taken it before, but I only took it because I was losing the CTS. And I, I didn't want to – somebody had told me that if you don't show up for a CTS that they cancel you. And I didn't know if that was true or not. I didn't really want to answer it. I couldn't find out the information. So I just said, okay. I went in. I answered all C, and I got a 22. Um, seriously. Um, and, uh, and then I took that one and I passed it, but I'm pretty sure they passed me cause I was losing audit later that month and, mm-hmm. um, they probably saw the amount of money I paid them and, or maybe they didn't, who knows, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a scam anyway, because the people that grade these things are the most evil human beings on the planet and even worse than some of the worst dictators because they fuck with your brain and give you 74. It's like, just give me a 60. Just yeah. let me know. Like, what? You're going to give me 74? Like, you know how much crying I'm going to do right now? And I've gotten three in a row, man. Like, seriously, like, give me a break, man. Like, what's, what's you know, one extra point? I obviously, I'm right. No, you know, nothing's free. You got to work yeah. for it. But, yeah. Like, then just show me a 70. Don't give me the 74. Either give me the, yeah. right? And if I didn't pass because I didn't deserve it, then show me that I, you know, just give me mm-hmm. the 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that, man. <laughs> and that's so, something, you know, like I said, I've got, you know, on the to-do list this year, but uh, you know, I do agree with you on that. That's something. Let me ask you something. What are you struggling with the most? Why, why is this a challenge for you? Why is it a challenge for me? I will say, you know what? Getting distracted. I have a hard time focusing and that honestly, that's what it comes down to. You know, I, 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 what else? I mean, you do this, how, what else you do? Like, how do you get paid? What else do you do day to day? Like, no, this is it. Uh, did this, um, I am no excuse. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I, I, no, no, I know. Trust me. I know. I, uh, yeah. I am the, I am the, uh, I guess the primary parent for the, my one-year-old cause my wife works full time. She's got a pretty long commute. So that kind of, you know, but to be honest with you, there really is no excuse, you know, I, and not to be, you know, and I'll be real. We're being real here. I dicked around a lot when I was younger. I dicked around. I kind of just thought I can do what I did in college. Not with that exam, right? Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. when I that's a really good point. I'm glad you said that because I don't. I I I I used to think that like yeah. I used to get away with this shit in college. You can't get away with that stuff, man. Like they're Not gonna at all. You. like you used to get away with that stuff, and it's like they build that test through an algorithm, and if they see a weakness, they're gonna keep hitting you with that weakness. Mm-hmm. They know they change those parts, man. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I I, I want to leave. I, you know, I I don't know how much more time you have. It's it's. I- I got plenty of time. I mean, I, I've got to call it four. So if you got time, we. Well, four where? What does that mean? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Right. 4 p.m. on my time. So I guess uh, here I got probably another 45 minutes. All right. <laughs> That's some good content for you. Um, um, my, uh, one, of my, one of my old buddies at that, my, old pract- uh, my old firm, actually two guys there, um, both of them passed later in life. I think they were both well into their 40s. Um, maybe one guy was like mid, you know, early forties. The other guy was definitely mid forties. They, they mm-hmm. had two kids, both of them had two kids. Um, and they passed, mm-hmm. they, they did it. Like, honestly, uh, kids and CPA exam. I don't know. I, that's, that's gotta be one of the biggest accomplishments because I just think about what I had to do with no kids. Like I couldn't just shut down from six to 10 and every day, Monday through Friday and, and, and weekends nine to five. Mm-hmm. And if I had kids, that's tough. Right. And how, good luck studying with kids. You got a one. Yeah. yeah uh, that, that, that's the, I mean, my, my study time, 
9, 10 p.m. to probably about 2 when she wakes up. Yeah, that's tough, though. That's a hard time. You know, to and then I, I have to wake up with her because, you know, my, my poor wife, you know, she's working full time. So I can't ask her to get up and, and do it. You know, I'm the one that kind of makes my own schedule. So it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all excuses. You know, well, I, that's the thing. If you're making your own schedule, then you are in full control and yeah. you're scared, brother. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I, I am. I've, I've taken enough L's, you know, but something I did realize when I went out on my own and started doing this is I have to sell twice as hard because I don't have that certification. Yes. I have the experience. I have the know-how. But, you know, it, it, it has hindered me. In some, it only in some matters way. when you don't have it. It exactly. only matters when you don't exactly. have it. Don't have it and talk to my man here, man. He understands it, right? I mean, he's got the kid and he knows how it impacts his life. I knew how it impacted mine. And be honestly, the one of the main reasons why I did it, not really main reasons, but one of like the big little kicks that I got that made me mm -hmm. do it. I was sick of answering on interviews why I don't have my exam. Like I was just like, oh my God, this is, I'm so fucking, cause you, you know, everybody interviews yeah. all the time. Like you're always looking out there, right? My head mm -hmm. dime doesn't. Um, and there's tons of opportunity cause the talent pool sucks. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, man, that's uh, yeah. So. It, yeah, no, I, yeah. It, it's something I, to this day, you know, and you'll do it. You'll yeah, do it. I, I mean, I, you want to do it. And what do you have? 18 months, right? Did you pass one? Is it 18 yeah. months or mm -hmm. right? So you got, that's your start. So you got one, then you got three in 18 months. That's how I used to think about it, right? The yeah. clock starts when I pass the one, which mm -hmm. means I got 18 months to pass the other three and commit two years. Yeah. It's going to take you two years. Yeah. Just, just, no, you know, for like, sure. Yeah. That, that's, you know, I saw my to-do list this year because like I said, it has kind of hindered me some, you know, and, and some people, because I don't have it, sometimes try to not take me too serious. But what kind of cracks me up, it's like, I know more than you, man. I'm better well, at this than you. And, you know, uh, yeah. you're, you know, and so. I can relate. And I don't, you know, it's kind of weird to say it because I, I, I feel the same way because I, I don't think people took me seriously because I'm kind of a character. And, you know, think complete people think I'm like a, like a, like, like a pretty face or something and i'm just mm -hmm. a fast talker and i have this interpersonal swag and like i'm just a salesperson and, and i am all of those mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. and i have to know what i'm doing so if you're going to look at me as a as a judgment on, on what i look like right how i act my mm -hmm. mannerisms right the fact that i'm loud and obnoxious and mm -hmm. funny and adorable and all these things that you know might lead to me not being a certified public accountant that knows his shit but I got news for you. I do. And I'm not any of that stuff. And mm -hmm. you underestimated me. Mm -hmm. And that's great because I'm happy you did because that put me to where I am now. So I appreciate that. All my former people, I appreciate every one of you for not believing in me because here I am on mm -hmm. the best, second best podcast on accounting content in the country. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I just, yeah. you know, I don't know at CPA prime time, but you know, I want to go um, real quick, unless you had anything. Um, no, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, just spitball. Yeah. So, um, you know, just in terms of horror stories, right? Like I just want to two things. One, I want to piggyback on what you said before, because my first job was one of those two, when I got in trouble, um, two times I got in trouble, trouble for not working. Mm -hmm. um, one time I was working on a project on a client, it was an audit and it was in the city. It was in the city. Mm -hmm. 
And it, I don't, it was somewhere, it was on the other side of the city from the office and we were working late and one of the managers wanted me to come back to the office to do more work. And I didn't want to because I was tired mm-hmm. and I didn't handle it very well. Or maybe I did. I think I handled it just fine in terms yeah. of what I wanted. It just, you didn't like the fact that I was trying to defend myself and, and get what I felt was, was right. Mm-hmm. And it was me going home and relaxing because I was tired mm-hmm. and I didn't want to come back to the office. And we had a deadline. Oh my God, we had a deadline. It's not movable. All of these deadlines are negotiable, even the fucking tax deadlines. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't give me that shit deadline. It's just, you don't know how to do your job because all you know how to do is overpromise. Mm-hmm. You overpromise, and then you are afraid to underdeliver. So then you blame me or your staff because you do not know how to provide management services to your team and mm-hmm. client services to your clients. Mm-hmm. So you overpromise, and then you all of a sudden increase the bill, whatever it might be. So I had an issue with this uh, with this person, and it wasn't really good. And this is also in my my little content that I'm going to share. This this was in my review, my very last review. Um, they told me to apologize for the way I acted and my behaviors. And I have proof. I, I have it. You should go and apologize to this person and tell them that you didn't handle it properly. And that, dude, I have it in text. Wow. Like, you're going to see it. Like, yeah. I'm going to show it to you. And again, I'm protecting all the, the knuckleheads. But yeah. Um, and and, and I was re- when I was reading it the other day, going through it, I'm like, what? Like that really, that's right. They said that they wanted me to go apologize to her and sit down. I don't remember if I did. I think I did. Like, I'm pretty sure I did. Cause you want to be a good soldier. And yeah. I said, I would handle it differently. I didn't fucking mean a word of it. Um, and, uh, and it was all because I didn't want to work anymore and I was tired and I didn't really feel like I could provide value or be efficient. And you just wanted to treat me like a little slave, I guess, because that's the way you were treated when you were a junior. Like people mm-hmm. just tell you to do things. Well, that's why I'm smarter than you because we don't take shit. Okay. You think that's the way the model work because that's how you saw like the people in their forties, right? Like they're the people that just kind of like, they're like in that little limbo, right? Like they yeah, think yeah. that this was the way to do things, but now they're seeing like our, us, like our generation, right? The, Cause we're all in that. We're changing the game. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you. Like anybody who's a partner, like, you know, late thirties, early forties, 40, right? That sucks. Like, I feel bad for you guys more than anything. Like, cause I know a bunch of guys in my old firm because they are stuck beyond stuck. Like, mm-hmm. unless you've got balls to go take one of your clients or go take a consulting position with some of your clients, right? Which you don't have the balls to do, mm-hmm. do it, do it. Just fucking do it. Nothing's going to happen. I promise you. I'm here. I'm proof. Okay. So it doesn't matter how big the firm is either. It's all the same shit real quick. As I was being sued for non solicitation, you know what else I did? I did all research. Okay, I got a lot of cases and I see tons of firms that I knew all of them engaged with these cases and they all get thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't, um, I didn't want to work and, um, and I didn't work. And, um, and like I said, like those 40 year olds, they just can't adapt to it, right? Because they don't even speak the same language that the millennials and they think the baby boomers know what the fuck they're talking about. And he did for a while. But it just doesn't work that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares that you get referral business through other referrals. Nobody gives a shit. Okay? Are you out there? Brand. Right? Personal brand. Mm-hmm. Corporate brand don't mean nothing no more. Okay? Unless you're building a corporate brand that attaches to people's uh, uh, likes and wants and, and, and values and principles. Right? Mm-hmm. Just being a Price Waterhouse Coopers, what does that mean exactly? Mm-hmm. What, what does it mean? Like when you're on the New York Mets – 
whether you're the second baseman or you're the bat boy, you're on the team. Yeah, you're a mess. That's what happens when they win the championship. I cry like a baby, number one. And number two, everybody gets a ring. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a ring. I think the lower staff gets smaller rings. They don't get like the bling bling, but they all get rings. They you know, the, the Astros gave us imitation rings oh. when we won. And so I cried. I'm not going to lie to you. And I actually got the imitation ring here somewhere in the office. And I, I posted for everybody to see that comes in. That but is awesome. We won. That is so. awesome. And it's interesting because when the Giants won, the New York Giants, the Super Bowl, uh, I was actually there. It was 2000 and I don't remember, 12, 14, 14, I don't remember. Yeah. The, um, the reason why we were able to go is because my buddy Paulie um, had a really good relationship. And I think he still does um, with a woman he worked at at a hospital. He's a physical therapist. Um, and her daughter worked for the Giants. And oh, wow. we were able to get face value tickets um, for 950 and we paid 950. Um, and then they won and we were sitting with a lot of the staff too. Like we had hot seats, man. We got to go backstage at the Super Bowl party at the hotel where they were all staying at. And we were partying with Jason Pierre, Paul and, 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 and oh, who the fuck? I, I don't even, J- Jason Pierre, Paul. That, that was, that was uh, Strahan. The year Strahan retired, right? The year. So the first Super Bowl he won, then he retired. That's the, right. That's right. It was the second Super Bowl. Okay. Um, we were back, like we were there. Like we were, I, I have pictures too. Like it was like a wedding. Like we were at the game and then we got invited to the party afterwards. And we were in the room. The Giants just won the Super Bowl and we're there with all their friends and family and staff members. It was yeah. amazing. There were tons of famous people. Awesome. You know what? Yeah, but we were shocked. Like I didn't even get to enjoy it. Like it sounds awesome, but it was a long ass day. It was the Super Bowl. We were drinking and it was yeah. late. And we had a long drive back because we were staying like 90 minutes outside of Indianapolis because uh-huh. that's the closest we can get. And, 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 and we were shot. Like they were partying all night and like, wow, we're at the Super Bowl party. <laughs> I want to go home. Like, I'm just so <laughs> too. like, there's nothing, you know, it's like, all right, at least we were here and, and yeah. it was fun. Um, but I guess that's the point, right? That's the team and that's the camaraderie mm-hmm. and it doesn't exist. Um, and, and that's why I'm not going to work uh, at 10 o'clock at night back to the office. Cause we have a deadline tomorrow. Okay. You know, I, I want to say something about that before, you know, before I forget is, you know, when I started working, I kept my mouth shut and I put my head down. I just worked. I was one of those that just took it and took it and took it and took it until finally I said enough is enough. You know, it's okay to stand up for yourself. I want people to know that. Like, it is okay to stand up for yourself. I, I was, I'll be real with you. I was afraid to. You know, I didn't want to rustle any feathers. I didn't want anything. I just, I was the good worker that just put his head down and worked and was miserable. And I would drive to work every morning and just, you know, Sunday night came across and it was Your just brain. bad. The mental health suffering that you must have had. Oh, it, it, it got, it got bad. I mean, you, my wife can tell you, she just, you know, the, the day I, the day I quit, it was, I had just, we, we went on vacation for Christmas and I came back and they wanted to take me out to lunch. I said, okay, you know, either, either, I, either they're giving me something or I'm getting fired. I was like, but either way, I'm putting in my two weeks, so I'm okay with it. You know, I don't care. Had you done the two weeks already, or you were about no, to? No, not yet. I was going to do it that day. I had, already told, uh, I had already told my, one of my buddies, who was one of the managers, I told him, and he's just like, hey, man, do what you got to do. And I'm like, yeah, you know, thank you for supporting me. You know, and, and uh, I, so they, uh, man, two partners take me out, the two tax partners, and sit down, and we're t- they're talking about how they need more hours from me. My realization rate was low. And my realization rate was low because the review process was I would literally 
he would call me in there and I would sit next to him and he would review a return, take three <laughs> or four hours to review a return, all while answering emails, answering phone or whatever. And I couldn't leave. Oh, and, I had shit, to sit, wrong. And, and I had to sit next to him. So I, a phone call would come <laughs> in, it'd be an hour long phone call and I couldn't leave the room. So it take me, you know, hour and a half to do a tax return. And then it would take me two hours to sit there and, you know, bill a time to him. My time got written off. Had two clients. Who, or, or they say, by the way, you can't bill this time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm supposed to eat it. I'm supposed to eat it. Right, you know, so and, then, and then the worst part of it, though, was we had a client who racked up about 40 Gs, I think, in, in AR. And they just decided to write it off because he wasn't going to pay. And who did all the work? Me. So who, who got hit with that? So every month it was a, why, why is your realization rate so low? Why is your realization rate so low? And it's just like, this is why. Okay. okay. Why does your leadership suck? Why does your leadership suck? Why does your leadership suck? So why so, does your leadership suck? Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's why. And neither do I. Like, I don't either. Okay. I'm yeah. just trying to figure it all out just like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Right. But I know I'm happier and you're well, way happier. Oh my God. You have no idea. You know, it's no, funny I because, actually do. Well, no, actually you do. Yeah. You're right. You do. Yeah, you do. I, I can say that about most people. Yeah. You, you get it. And it's just, you know, they, so they pull me, they take me to lunch. Right. And uh -huh. they tell me all this, you know, when I first got hired there, they promised me an office, never gave it to me. You know, wanted me to step it up, work more hours. They demanded more out of me, regardless of the fact that I was the one essentially doing, you know, doing everything for them. Didn't matter. Uh, on paper, and it wasn't what they wanted to see, and they needed more out of me, right? Okay, this I still remember this smug smile they had. Just you know, we did such a good job. You know, we're we're the great leaders and everything. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm just doing that, it right now. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like you know, so satisfied. I'm so much better than you. You exactly shit. Exactly, and, and you know, and I sit there, and I mean, on a personal level, they're nice guys, but. You know, there. Yeah, you're right. And and on that too, like I remember two things about one of my former bosses. One thing I know that he doesn't know, and and something he used to say all the time. And it's a very common little like do as I say, not as I do kind of thing, right? Uh -huh. Like, and that was kind of like his mantra. It was like a tongue in cheek kind of mantra, but he wasn't really kidding. You know, I later found out that he also had lunch with a colleague of mine who I work very closely with now. He's a good friend. We've been making money together, and we've had some issues in our relationship he's a, you know, he's a financial guy and, um, you know, a financial advisor, but he's a, he's a legit, like he's not one of the little knuckleheads out there selling shit. I mean, he's got yeah. his own, he's got his own game man. he's got his own thing. Yeah. You know, he's legit. And, uh, he had had lunch with one of my former bosses and, and they were talking about me and, and my, my man, uh, uh, was talking very highly of me. Um, not, maybe not very highly, maybe a little highly at the time. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, Sal, I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression that we have some perfect relationship. <laughs> I know, I know. And he, you know, I love you. Um, and uh, he had told, he's like, oh, you know, Justin, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's, you know, I really like him. He's doing a good job, but uh, I, I would never tell him that. Sal, right then and there, said to me, he's like, I, you know, he's like, wow, this guy's a douche. Like, yeah. Say that to me and i sound like i talked about it and like he told me about it not right away 
I don't think he told me that until after I left, to be honest, because I don't, and I don't blame him. Like, I don't know how you present that. Maybe he told me there, it doesn't really matter. He wound up yeah. telling me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, ever since then, I'm like, dude, this place is shot. Like, what the fuck? You know, and, and, and he's seeing some of the sites too. But can you imagine? Like, this was the same place that told me that I wasn't allowed to do an innovation project with the CEO of the firm. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're not going to tell me that you like me and I'm doing a good job? What is this, a game? What do you think? This is fucking funny to you guys? Like, you think my life is just some fucking kind of game and you can just tell me to do things and I'm just supposed to live with it and do it? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I did. And you did too. Mm-hmm. You no. did too. Yeah. You know, you did it too. And, 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 and people are doing it now and people are doing it as we speak and people are going to be doing it as they're listening to this and watching this. And they're going to think, wow, these guys are incredible and they're an inspiration. And then there's going to be ones like these guys are fucking idiots and have no idea what they're doing and need to stop cursing so much. And a bunch of assholes Justin's talking out of their ass. And, and you're saying things you shouldn't be saying, Justin, and you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing, Justin. And blah, 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 Justin. Listen, I'm 37 years old and, and my boys, I've been boys with my boys for 25 plus years. And mm-hmm. And they know I'm an ask for forgiveness, not a permission kind of guy. And mm-hmm. none of that's changed. It's just now I got the chops and now I got the business and now I got the brand and now I can just sit there and do it confidently and not have to mm-hmm. worry about any consequences because there are none. Mm-hmm. There are no consequences. It's only gain for me anyway. It's gain for me because I'm building my brand based around this. And you know what else? It's gain for the staff. It's gain for you guys because mm-hmm. you guys can do something about it. Using the example you just said before, right? I've been there. I was smiling. You're sitting there. They're on the phone. They look at the return. One of the auditors come in. One of the partners come in. And you're just sitting there twiddling your dick because you have work to do. And you're like, I don't want to leave. Guess what, guys? Get up and walk out. Don't say shit. Mm-hmm. Who are they? They're not your parents. No. They don't own you. No. Your time is valuable. Every single minute of it. And if you're not learning, right, or earning, okay, then you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And if people are wasting your time, that means they don't respect you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't respect you, that means they look at you as somebody that is beneath them or below them. And that is not cool in any profession. Mm-hmm. So the next time you're in a position where you are um, uh, 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 sitting in the, sitting in the office, right? Just get up and walk out. What are they going to do? Oh, why'd you, why'd you leave? Because like, you're on the phone. Like, yeah. I got work to do. Like, are we going to go over shit or not? Like, I put it in your schedule. Like, it's in your schedule. You told me to put it in your calendar, and now you're getting distracted. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time here, but it's just me. And the people that rely on me are getting taken care of. Yeah. You're sitting here because you, the reason why I'm sitting here for two hours, right, when it should take 45 minutes, mm-hmm. is because you need something. Mm-hmm. You're not teaching me anything. You need something. You need me to do something. And now you need to hold me hostage because what you need me to do needs to be done. And perhaps you aren't going to have time to get it done with me later. So you hold me hostage to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm there. And guess what else we have to do? Stay late to get the work done. Yep. Walk out. Do it. You know what else is not going to matter? Even if you walk out and they get pissed, dude, there's going to be 25 firms just lining up to grab you. Mm-hmm only ones that are quitting during taxis and you quit in december all oh, burning bridge fuck you they're all gonna merge jose they're all gonna merge yes yeah, no sustainable they're all gonna merge that, that, gonna I mean, back it, to a big eight mentality that that's what they're all doing right now i mean that, i see that all the time you know oh this firm bought this firm this firm bought this firm i'm not gonna buy that old ass firm no it's gonna get i'm saying on a broad i'm not saying oh, the, oh you're talking about the big the big scale yeah, I th- okay. listen it's just my opinion yeah. and i'm just looking through i'm like you know predicting the future right do i have any 
data or no, all I have is, is, you know, I just have a gut, you know, and I'm just yeah. looking at the way it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. I know for a fact, these firms are putting in marketing dollars on the television when that is definitely misguided, especially when you're doing it for the first time in 2018. Okay. That's number one. Right. Number two, all of your people, right. That are doing this stuff. They're doing it. Um, <laughs> as a copy and paste, like a reshare, right? Like, you think that's sexy? Like, that's not sexy. All of you guys are doing that. So you're not building the brand, mm -hmm. right? You're just sharing some, this is my favorite. One of the firms I used to work at, they do this all the time. They take a Wall Street Journal article, right? They put their logo on it and they say, check out this new article regarding tax reform from Wall Street Journal. Ask us how we can help. Yeah, I see that all the time. Did you read my article? Did you read my boy Timor and his tax reform for hipsters book. And I'm not saying you did. He's a guy I had, you know, lunch mm -hmm. with and on fucking Instagram. Like I'm hey, meeting way better professionals and qualified people on Instagram than I've ever yeah. had. Um, and, and, and um, that's tax reform, right? That's the stuff you want to read. That's the mm -hmm. stuff that's important. And that's the stuff that you give to your clients. Is that the oh, book you have back there? What's that? Is that the book you oh, have back there? All right. So Tamora, I've, I've read most of it. I didn't, I don't read first of all. Okay. So this is okay. it. I bought this for nostalgia purposes because Tamora and I had a really good meeting and we definitely support each other on social and he's a really cool guy and yeah. do a lot of good work together. It's, it's basic. Look, it's for two people, right? And I have to finish it and I listen to it on audio. I don't read it. That's for, that's for, you know, mm -hmm. nostalgia and I have it on audio. Um, it's available on Amazon. I think the audio was like five bucks and the, and the paperback is like not eight, nine bucks. And look, anyone watching this, go support him, man. Like he's on my stuff. You can find him. Um, yeah. It's pretty good. And it's for two people. I think it's good for me. I actually enjoyed it because it was kind of some refreshers. And there's certain things like Unicap I'm not so good with. And like, you know, some other like things that I don't really know. I can't really spitball it that much. So we kind of yeah. some of that. And it's a really good synopsis of tax reform. I just don't understand the hipster part to it. Maybe that gets a little bit down the line. But so far, I think it's really good for guys like you and me to kind of get a little feeler. And it's a quick read. It's a two and a half hour audible, which you can oh, do perfect. easily in a car ride or two days. I mean, it's yeah. a piece of cake. Um, but I think it's also good for, um, for the layperson um, just to get an idea. Um, you know, not so much, um, you know, business owner. I don't think it's good for business owners. I don't really think it's good for, for any kind of uh, other professional. That's not like, just like the lay person because it's digestible. And at least on the audio, um, he, it's a good, like he got a good actor and he got a really good, um, uh, you know, it's, it sounds great, you know, and it's mm -hmm. soothing and it's a little bit relaxing and it's tax reform. So if you need a little bedtime story, you put it on and you're going to go right to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and luckily the guy sounds good, but look, I give him a lot of credit. The book is fine. The app, he has an app. It's the same thing. It's really sick actually. So what he did was he built an app and on the app, he has every country in the world and some snippet on their tax structures, how they do income tax, right? Like America, we file 1040s, we have S corporations, we do flow throughs, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. That tax, transfer taxing, talking about all that, which ones have reciprocity, which ones don't, which one has, um, let's see what I'm looking for. I don't remember. Um, 
you know, partnerships with different countries and how it works. And it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is sexy. And we're counting nerds, right? And that's yeah. only sexy because it's us. But for us, it's a resource. You know what that is? I don't now, I, now I don't have to go to big corporate America and ask for some foreign income tax resource, which I used to have to do with former firms. Mm-hmm. Get a foreign issue, you just went right to that guy, right to that one guy, right to that one every single time. And if he's busy, who knows when you're going to get an answer. This is at least digestible. It's a, it's a first blush. And at least it's probably enough information that'll get you to the point where you can Google it. At least you'll have some buzzwords that they use in that country or something like mm-hmm. that. And I got to digest it more. I definitely recommend it, you know, for any professional for sure. And it's a quick read and it's just nice to support your fellow people. Like not a lot of guys have books out there. Um, I can't wait for JJ, the CPA's book, by the way. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So I, I just started oh, following him too. You got to do some JJ. If you see this, listen, you got to do uh, some mixtels on your, um, your little slogans. Like he did one. He, I guess he has them. Like I th- listen, I, I wasn't into him in the beginning, but now that he's doing it all the time, like, I think they're really cool. Like they're really yeah. good motivational things and it's all him. Right. So it's his brain. Yeah. He's got his little pocket. He's, like I got a cigar in the pocket and everything. And yeah. You ain't going to see me looking like that. At least not anymore. <laughs> and it's just never going to happen. But I think it's yeah. cool. Honestly, like if you ever, I want to put some up because I like doing this. Like I like having all this stuff back here. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually have my logo on the screen, but I didn't do that today. Um, but cause these are my people, like these are some of my clients. These are some of my friends, you know, like, oh, this is my, you know, yeah. my family's police officers. And, you know, that's my buddy, Sean, who's a tattoo artist and, and he's out in California and he's crushing it. And I bought and, and I'm just supporting people that I, that I like. And, and I want to, cause I would, I want them to support me too, of course, but, oh, of course. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, that's fine. If, if they don't, it's, it's okay. I mean, Gary V says it all the time, right? Like, I don't care if you ever buy anything. I don't care if you ever give me a cent. I don't care. And that's, that's, you know, all that stuff is true. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna pay someone to do it, excuse me, then you might as well pay me. Right. He says on his sneakers, like, I don't want you to buy them. I don't want you to spend your money. If you can, I don't want any of that. Right. But if you're going to buy a pair of sneakers anyway, you might as well buy them from me. Mm-hmm. And that's what the brand is. Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you're trying to build. Um, and, and that's what I build. And, and, and I don't, none of these firms are doing that. They're not doing it. Not even close. You're regurgitating information. You're recycling information. You're not providing your clients with anything because mm-hmm. what you just said before, Jose, you're giving it away as proprietary. Get paid for that. Well, I'm giving it away for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we're out here just throwing it out. Yeah. And we're giving that stuff for free. And I mean, why keep it? Just with a quick Google search, they can find the answer as well. So why not just have it come from you? You didn't invent it. Exactly. And the only reason why you know it is because you had years of service and hours. Okay. The only reason why your seniors and managers, right. When you were in practice and I was too, was better than me. Cause you had hours and years and you have the same level of expectation on me day one. And you're at day 470 or 3050. And you mm-hmm. just, because the partners were the same way, right. They didn't mm-hmm. try- they thought training the senior managers was going to be good enough. Well, not so much, right? And 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 in my opinion on this is is this is why this I don't this industry is not sustainable, right? Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. It's gonna implode. It's gonna implode. Like I talk to you know more established seasoned sweet sweet C sweet guys like in their late fifties and sixties and stuff. <laughs> We're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. They're hiding because they're doing their own thing, right? They're not getting out like. I got guys that are buying, I mean, a few guys that I'm just waiting to, you know, show the world and they're uh-huh. just old and they just, you know, they don't understand this. Like they don't, they don't see any of these things I do because yeah. they did, they probably be pretty pissed at me. Cause they're like, why are you saying that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want to change, man. Like, this is what you want to do. And this is my role in this. Right. Mm-hmm. But they agree. Like the, not only is this not sustainable, I think eventually they're all going to merge. And here's why, here's my opinion on that. 
I know they got big balance sheet items for leasehold improvements and equipments and probably accrued PTO time and, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, partners capital. And I mean, look, at the end of the day, none of these firms are producing that much cash, right? Like they're, they're, they're taking debts just like any other business, right? You're taking debts to finance your future and that makes sense. But when you finance your future and you build like high tech stuff in your office and you build all this fancy shit and you make it all look cool and sexy and man, does it look cool and sexy, right? Like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Look at this. Mm-hmm. place. Right? But then you kind of realize like, wow, this costs a lot of money. And these assholes didn't give me a raise last year mm-hmm. because you didn't have anything in the budget. And you think I give a flying fuck that we have a state of the art office in the Manhattan office, state of the art uh, boardroom in the Manhattan office. Yeah. I got kids, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I want money in my pocket. Not your $50 mm-hmm. Amazon gift card. Thanks for your service. Like, I want a bonus. I'm putting in 2,200 hours. And you built a fucking technology place in here like it matters. Yep. And you're going to, oh, it's a good investment. We're going to make money. Yeah, how's that working out for you, right? Or, or you throw a Christmas party. They throw a Christmas party, and that's your bonus. That's what we got told one year. And then pretend like everybody's friends. And then we're all getting wasted. Right. And then we're fucking each other and then we're creating drama in the office. And I'm not saying you can't date in the office. I mean, that's yeah. great. I know a lot of people that met their lovers of their life there. And I yeah. think that's incredible, but then it becomes high school and college again, because what happens is it's like, mm-hmm. remember they say like all the nerds in high school get better as they get older. Right. And all the jocks yeah. become, but that layers, right? Like the nerds in high school were some of the still nerds in, 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 in college, right? And they were starting to get become accountants and pass the exam fast, right? All of a sudden, they're in the corporate world, and they got money in their pocket, and they got parties that are paid for, and they got girls and guys and, you know, opportunity. And then in a big city in New York, right? I mean, Austin's no snooze fest either. I mean, that's a great place to, to work and live, California. I mean, Manhattan, Manhattan, though, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Manhattan. Look, yeah. And, dude, I was out there for five years, man. There's no end of the night. Like the end of the night is when you fall asleep. Like this is Manhattan. It is 24 seven. You can yeah. always find a party. And when you're out there partying and then everyone gets some in them, then you go and you bounce and you bounce. And all of a sudden it's like, fuck, I got work the next day and it's six o'clock in the morning. And I'm just getting home. Dude, I went, this is true story. This is an absolutely true story. Uh, I don't know if they still talk about this and they probably all fucking hate me because I just shit on every one of them, but I'm sorry guys. Um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, I went out on a Friday night. We all went out on a Friday night and I got boxed, man. Like fucking, I was boxed. There was some international, we did this international program where like people from Australia would come work with us during our tax season. And then we would send people over to Australia and they would work in their tax season. And I almost did that one year. Um, but I never did it. Um, that's another story. So, um, we went out and, and then we went back to like Hoboken or something where all the Australians were, were, were hanging. And, um, and then I wound up passing out there in my work clothes from Friday. Mm-hmm. And then they all woke up on Saturday when we had work and they left me there cause I was snoring and I was in Hoboken and I had no idea how to get back to the city. And all I had was the clothes that I wore from Friday. And it's not like I was expecting to go to the office in the same clothes that I was wearing the night before stinking like booze, but I did. I did. And I think people were happy about it because I had a couple of talking tos and I didn't yeah. feel very good. I certainly didn't look any good. <laughs> and I'm not like, that's not a bad thing or a good thing. I mean, look, it's alcoholism. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I removed alcohol from my life 18 months ago. So I've been sober 18 months. 
and uh, and and I certainly miss those party days. Don't get me wrong. Um, there's a lot of it I miss, but I don't miss yeah. the hangovers. Yeah. Um, a lot changed for me when I got quit drinking. Honestly, like a lot of this, what I'm doing, um, became the priority because I wasn't, um, I wasn't, you know, alcohol. Like I wasn't drunk. Like I wasn't like t- you know, partying and hungover and like just the effects of alcohol. And, and yeah, and look, I'm not like. Pe- for whatever it is what it is like but just yeah. for me it changed my life like it, it changed my life for the better and it just i wasn't self-medicating with alcohol anymore you know i was i was i was working on my mental health in other ways um because that environment um you know not only it wasn't available anymore right i mean that just is what it is um but um yeah i i, I showed up the next day uh you know that was probably the beginning of the end for me too for all i know right like i mean i was probably screwed before i even got started and this was in my reviews like i was the social guy right i was planning all the parties and yeah fun stuff and the beer pong tournaments i actually you know it's it's all great fun stuff but going back to what the reason why we brought this topic up is that it doesn't fucking compensate me for my time that i spend here i don't want this all right let me go home at five so i can see my son okay Pay me an extra $500 a year. Pay me an extra $4,000, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're going to advertise and use my money for your benefit and you're not growing. None of them really are. That's why I think they're going to merge. Mm-hmm. So if I'm predicting the future, if I'm a young partner in a firm, I'm getting the fuck out of their ASAP, especially if I'm in a smaller firm mm-hmm. because they're going to get gobbled up in a second. Once that happens, you're going to get bought. Because they cannot sustain the debt they have on their balance sheet because you're not getting the work done, okay? And you have the same people in your place or the, they're turning over every three years or two years and that's not sustainable either. Like none of it is because it's, it's, it's going to implode. And I think once these guys start kind of thinking about it, and look, I could be wrong. It's not like I'm at these fucking boardrooms, but yeah. I mean- when you watch Instagram and the big four accountant and all these other 74... The fact that everybody is complaining and bitching and literally hating their lives, right? Jose, Juan, Justin, right? Three really good looking Spanish dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to let that one sit for a minute, but I didn't know if you were going to resonate with it. So I don't make sure you got it. Like, you know, we see it and we're watching that. And we're on the other side telling them that they can do it and they're going to do it. Like they're going to do it. It's just a matter of time. And who knows, maybe this podcast will inspire a fucking walkout in the middle of the tax season. That'd be sick. I mean, shit, they did it in high school guys, like a whole high school fucking marched out. A whole bunch marched out, marched out for gun reform. Like go march out for your fucking livelihood and your, and your mental health and your kids and the mental health is the most important thing. Cause, because you know, that that's what I had struggled with the most was that. Yeah, me too. You know, and so that's something that I'm still to this day trying to kind of get a good handle on it and everything because it just it wears you down, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I will say this: I do want to touch up on the fact that you know they took me out to lunch. I didn't get to finish that story. Oh, please, yeah, we got you like. Know. Why don't we, you know what? Um, pause for a second. Why don't yeah. you start that story? Um, we can um we can then wrap it up because it's about ten to ten to five. Okay. Uh, so tell that story. I'll try to comment on it, and then we'll wrap it up. And, okay. and we'll cool. I wanna, yeah. well, but I want to. I want to catch up with you again, maybe this week, because I want to just kind of talk on the phone and just have like. Yeah. A, like, yeah. yeah right. No. No. I, I love to just kind of powwow you and me. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, but I want to talk about this a little bit too, and I want to talk yeah. about you know maybe you know action stuff too, right? Like this is great. Cool. We're so 
freaking fancy doing podcasts and putting out that big fucking deal. No. Honestly, big deal. Yeah. Like, great that it can inspire you, but big deal. Now we're going to do something about it. So I want to, so tell me your okay. yes, lunch story, please. So it's so a lunch story. So they're sitting there and, and the smug smile, you know, and you did, you did it perfectly earlier. Just that. Yeah. I can't do it now. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> so, so it's a smug smile. Right. And, and I'm just sitting there and I'm just in my head thinking, you've got to be kidding me. You promised me this office two years ago and you're giving it to me now as an incentive to work harder, you know? Okay. So I just sat there and I let them soak a little bit, you know, very satisfied. They both look at each other and just like, okay. And I was like, oh yeah, there's something I need to talk to you guys about too. And they're like, well, what's up? I'm like, I'm putting in my two weeks. I'm getting out of here. Wow. What? This this is exactly what one of them told me. You're fucking us. Why the fuck are you doing this to us? I was like, it's not about you. It's about me. What are you going to do? What's your plan? None of your business. Don't worry about it. None of your business. Don't worry about it. Like, I, I, I have, I know I have a plan. And, you know, what are you going to do? And, you know, I, I was like, at the time, I, like I said, personally, I liked them both. Professionally, they did nothing for my career. I agree. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same. I'm in the same. And so I was like, you know, I, and I guess I'm too nice of a guy. I was like, you know what, guys, I'll stick around and help you out during tax season. Maybe you know, 15 hours, two days a week, or something like that. And they're just like, yeah, 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 we want that. And and then I started thinking about it a little bit more, and I'm just like, you know what? No, no, I I, I need out. I need 100% out. You know what I mean? And it was, and you know, and they just like sitting there. Fuck, shit. Fuck, shit. Whatever, you know, just looking at me like, you fucked us. What the fuck are we supposed to do? You fucked us. And I'm like, why I'm is depressed that my And I have anxiety and I'm in therapy three days a week and I'm on medication. Exactly. Because you're mind fucking me and you're exactly. mentally and, and emotionally abusing me. I mean, let's call it what it is. Yeah. Right? I mean, Hollywood has got all of this stuff coming out about these sexual harassments and this, that, and the other thing. And, 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 and that's amazing that all that stuff is changing and it's, it's really good. I just saw, what's his name? What's the guy, Hell's Kitchen? Um, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I just saw he like a like he like put his hands on Sofia Vergara or something like that. Like, does Jay Leno have another show? Is he like back on TV? Yeah, I think he has a he show is. on Netflix. Oh, is he? I don't know. I yeah. I, I don't I, I don't have time for that stuff. That's yeah. another thing, right? That's a Gary Vee thing. If you mm-hmm. aren't happy with your life, stop binging on Netflix. I never watch TV. I have the Sports Center on here. I watch sports. I listen to things. I try to like I try to watch House of Cards. I just can't because I'm just thinking about work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just want to work. Like I just mm-hmm. want to work and. And I'm I'm loving it, but um, 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 yeah, um, no, um it, uh, it was it was the most satisfying thing in the world, you know. And, but but yeah, like you said, you know, you're you're going to therapy, you're doing this, you know, oh, these right. mental health issues, and and then they they want to sit there and say that I fucked you. Come on now, abuse. It's abuse. And, and so like you're abusing me. And it's just like I was like, okay, telling me one thing and then doing another, right? Feeling one thing and saying the opposite for your own gain—it's abuse, it's manipulation, and, and, it's not- and to tell me, you know, well, we're a family. I thought we were a family, you know, and and we've we've worked together for so long, and this and that, and I'm just like, no, man, none of that matters, you know. So of course, after that, I felt this huge weight off my shoulders. The feel, and, and I just didn't give a shit. Why would I? It's two weeks, you know what I mean. So when I get called into to the office and just say, Hey, what's going on with you? You have a different attitude. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't trickle down. Right. You know, Yeah. And I got out of there and tell me why they had to hire two people, pay them more money than what they were paying me. 
You know what I mean? After that. And, and so they had to get two people to do what I was doing. I was like, okay, you have a problem with my hours? Have fun paying double my salary for two people. At least they replaced you. Yeah. I still don't think they replaced me at my former job. I'm not kidding. <laughs> when, they, when I was there, um, there was three managers. Two managers had left. Um, then they promoted one manager. Then there was three. Or there was four. Uh, and two of us left. And I'm sure there's one person there. But, like, mm -hmm. you're supposed to grow. Like you're supposed to grow like on Long Island. The firm I used to work at is like a 55 to say it's like 50 to 60 people. Mm -hmm. And then they're a national office, 27 offices throughout the country. Mm -hmm. There's a shop that's across the street from that firm. They have two offices and they have a couple of satellite offices. It's a fucking shithole place. That's a, there's a ton of paper on that place. Talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, there, they have more people in their Long Island office than the than the than the than the um than my former employer's office. They have more people there. How's that possible? It's a top ten firm. And how have you not grown in years? Like at mm -hmm. all years? When was the last partner they made that was bringing them business yeah. at any place? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, and they tell me this this other place over here that uh that that literally has two offices and you have twenty seven and then the office that's across they're bigger than you. <sighs> What part of your competitive, your competitive instincts? Because if you're a salesperson and a business developer, you have a natural competitive instinct because you mm -hmm. want to win, right? Mm -hmm. You want to win. You don't you don't go into sales to lose. You go in to win. Mm -hmm. So there's no part of you that looks across the street and sees that they're fancier and have more people and you know whether they're happy or not is irrelevant. But they're bigger mm -hmm. at least mm -hmm. at that spot, and that doesn't bother you at all. I don't know how that doesn't. I don't get it. I don't either. They I don't get any of the stuff they do, man. It's, uh, it's crazy. But like you said, um, when you bounce it, it no, nothing feels better. Um, and you know, if they really liked you and again, it's not the people, it's the structure. It's not a dig at the people. It's what was provided to us. This is the atmosphere yeah. that's there. And, and you know, it, it's just the younger, the younger partner, just the way he was trained, the way he was, it, it's the same thing. And you know, so that's what he tried to do on us. It's just, I'm a millennial. I don't, I don't deal with it. And and, and that's the thing. And, and the one, the younger partners are thinking that they're going to, and you're just not like, that's why you're working so late. Cause they suck. Like my brother works in the big Satan local tax department in price and, and uh, beat that beat, beat the price. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's the same thing. He's always bitching to me. I mean, they're all bitching and complaining, but you're right. Like I'll, I'll leave it with this. Listen, guys, the, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a young guy too. And what the fuck do I know? Right. You guys all may partner at your firms and congratulations. It's a goal I had. And, and it's a goal that I am so unbelievably happy. I failed at. I'm more happy to fail at something in my entire life than Me I have too. in public accounting is the best failure. And it's probably better than any success I've ever had in my life. And I'm mm -hmm. not kidding. Okay. Because they're not going to work for you. Eventually they're all going to quit. You're never going to find somebody like you. You're mm -hmm. never going to find somebody as passionate about this, right? You said your buddy, that was his goal. They're not, they're rare, right? You'll mm -hmm. find a couple and I'm mm -hmm. sure they exist. And I'm sure there are guys that are, you're, you know, guys that are looking at us, they're, you're, you know, our age and younger. And they're like, dude, man, I want to be partner at EY. I want to be partner. at. Okay, good. That's awesome. Go achieve yeah. that goal. Guess what? This is going to make your road a lot easier because a lot of these guys are going to bounce and they're going to need people to do it. But eventually... It's not you, right. You have a balance sheet with debt. You don't have money coming in. You can't pay your debts. What do you do? You sell your company. 
That's what you do. You sell or you merge and you find a way to combine overhead because that's why you do that because you have to combine overhead. Mm -hmm. And then guess what happens, everybody? There's a round, right? There's a round. And not only is there a round, right? There's even like the smaller firms, right? Maybe like the two, three, one offices, four offices, whatever they might be, right? They're in the worst position out of all of them because they're going to merge with a culture that is not in line how they grew up and how they developed. And all of a sudden, they're going to be in for a huge shell shock, culture mm -hmm. shock. Because you think you're cozy there, you're not. Mm -hmm. You're going to change. You're going to get bought. And then you're going to get bought. And then you're going to be a different brand. And then everything you did essentially with that brand is going to be completely useless because it wasn't your brand. It was your former, your employer's brand or your mm -hmm. former employer's brand. Cause now you're employed somebody else. They don't do the same things you don't, they don't operate the same ways you do. They just don't. And, and, and if we're all trying to be sneaky and sending extra bills and not really negotiating ahead of time, like that's going to catch up. You can't just send bills and expect people to pay them. I don't care if they're $200 or $200,000. You need to have conversations with your clients when you're sending them outside scope bills. It's not only a professional courtesy, in my opinion, it's a no brainer. How do you even not, how do you just hope that they pay it? What are you, the state of New York, just throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks? Yeah. Like, hopefully they pay this. Let's cross yeah. our fingers, guys. Mortgages might not get paid next month because I just sent a $40,000 bill outside scope to the client that they're going to shit their brains over, you know? And, 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 and that's not going to work because yeah. it's going to more of these things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to do more of these. I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to keep sharing and I'm going to keep sharing and I'm going to keep sharing because I wasn't helped by anybody. So why do I care about you? Yep. My former friends, why do I give a fuck about any of you? Mm -hmm. You don't care about me. I'm going to take care of me. And if I'm going to take your clients and so be it. Mm -hmm. Too fucking bad. Because you're not doing your job, man. Mm -hmm. You're not. That's why it's easy for me. I just took a client from a huge firm. And you know why I got them? Because I answer the phone. Yeah. It's that simple. It's that simple. You know? I answered the phone. I answered the phone. And you know what else happened? And this is why it's such a terrible thing, too. Because, you know, great for me. But it's terrible for you. Because once I start pulling these guys, you know what they're going to start doing? They're going to start giving me referrals that they never gave you. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, cause it already happened. And I know it's going to happen. Cause, because cause with you, you were, you were, they were commodity, but now with you that you actually answer, they want to actually want people to work with you. Justin, you're one guy. How are you doing this all by yourself? And blah, 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 blah. Cause it's not that hard. Number one. And when you know what you're doing, you can build a process that works for you. And I have built a process that works for me mm -hmm. and I have capacity and I'm very close to reaching the point where I can just filter work on a regular basis like really close. And I'm just filtering out work, getting work done, getting work done, getting work done, getting a final product, developing mm -hmm. staff, developing team members, working on tax planning, right? Doing all the good stuff that I want to do because mm -hmm. I got my back office pumping out the shit that needs to get pumped out. And I'm training them the way that I've always wanted to work that I always wish that my former staff would be passionate about. And I understand I might be one of the only people in the world that gets as excited about a tight general ledger as, as I do, because mm -hmm. I, I just love it. Like, it's just so sick. It's just organized and I'm an organized person. Like, you know, I, I just love having, because it gives you so much information and you can just literally look through your entire year, 
if you're a $30 million company, you can look at your entire year in like an hour, hour and a half, right? And if you get in those timely reports, you can look at it because that's what I do. And I look, I'm like, oh, right, I forgot about this. Oh, right, I forgot. And then you're looking for cost-saving opportunity because you're seeing like this bill went up, this bill went up. Like you need to have information in front of you. And none of these firms are providing these clients, these businesses with that information. That's why they're leaving. Okay. And there's a lot of pretenders out there that are saying that they do this stuff and they're being sold on it and it's hook, line and sinker and they're taking the bait, but that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. Eventually CPA enterprises, Gold Lake Media, Edwin Casanova, CPA PC, all of these different brands. And I'm only naming a couple and I got to be honest with you. I just forgot your podcast name. So, you know, um, uh, well, the uh, company ZTX advisors, but the podcast right. is the innovative disruptors, but yeah. Right. You know, all right. So, you know what I mean? Look, yeah. you're not, you're doing this and I'm sure, but like, there's a lot of people and people I see on Instagram too, like eventually they're just going to get them. And mm -hmm. like I said, I can handle, I can handle a $20 million company. I can handle a $50 million company. It might take me a little bit of time, like a you know, month, you know, two weeks, maybe two weeks to kind of get it all into system, right? But yeah. if you're coming to me because you're not happy, you're not going to be upset with the fact that you might have to wait two weeks for me to onboard you because you need a certain structure. Because I'm literally outsourcing the entire accounting department. I'm replacing the CFO. I'm replacing the controller. I'm replacing the auditor. I'm replacing the tax team. I'm replacing the internal staff. I'm replacing the AP clerk. I'm replacing the AR clerk. I'm replacing... The guy that does the, all of them, they're gone. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because I charge $75 an hour for all that. <laughs> and I'm making good profit on it. Yeah. Because I know how to do it efficiently and I know what mm -hmm. it needs to look like. And I'm also taking pride in my end product. And if I have to invest time in my end product to ensure my staff does it to my, not only my expectations, but my preferences. So this way they think independently and do it on their own the same way. Mm -hmm. um, but it's important to me that, well, not important to me. I think it's, you know, it's, it's mandatory. Mm -hmm. um, I need to look at all of it and I want to read all of it. And this mm -hmm. way I can have a conversation and we can talk about things. Look, I fuck up, man. Like I was, I was sitting with the client yesterday and I was going through his GL and I saw two big mistakes. And I was like, I put, I broke up rent between two things. I don't know. I probably downloaded it. I just didn't look at it properly. Right. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, I got to fix that. Like, and there was a time where I would like, you know, buckle with that happen. Like you see him going through a client, you're looking at a mistake and you're not on your game like a game immediately and you're like hum, 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 hum. and it's not like you got your partners or your bosses looking at you trying to pat your back and support you you're just mm -hmm. pretty much sitting there high and dry mm -hmm. this is different right like i'm like oh all right i fucked up sorry about that and uh i oh it's okay, okay. it's okay everybody hmm. messes up it's okay i didn't know that i, yeah, I didn't either I, I only thought i messed up so. no I, I didn't know that either but it happens, you know. Uh, Justin, man, uh, we got to go here. We're at the end of the hour. So just wanted to uh, say thank you for coming, man. We'd love to have you on board again. We got to continue this conversation. Uh, you said we're coming up on the hour. This was two and a half hours. Oh, you're right. <laughs> okay. I didn't even realize it. Wow. Long form accounting content, right? <laughs> all, you want, all you marketers out there, you guys, are try this is good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you. I'm, I'm talking to my boys out there that, that, that want to do this too. And, and you know who you are. And I know some of you are watching this. Let's go, man, guys, I'm ready. Like, let's do this, man. It's mm -hmm. fucking happening. Okay. Stop pussyfooting around with shitty fucking retainers and shitty clients that run your life. Okay. Let's go. Let's go rock. All right. Let's go out there and let's just fucking make some shit happen. Because if you put yourself out there on marketing and social and, 
that's that's how it's done and i know i'm doing it at a level that not everyone can do i understand that and honestly and i i i, I take pride in that because you know I, I put a lot of work in and when people say they love it um it means the world to me and when i ask people what they don't really like and it's not much stuff and and i know people don't love everything and and i'm telling you know people want to see more of this and more of this and more of this like i'm getting clients and your clients are seeing it mm-hmm. and that's why they're contacting me jose i've gotten a bunch of dms Mm-hmm. business like business money that you could have gotten that i got mm-hmm. because i'm not incestualizing this little shitty networking group paying a ridiculous fee to hope to get one client because i'm out there talking to real people on my own time at my desk at the mm-hmm. pool my kids in the bathroom taking a shit i am prospecting all the time and you just reach out you say hello and you nailed it man the brand is you the brand is mm-hmm. the service if you are attaching your future and your career with a brand that is not in line with your goals then you are making a very very big mistake and when you were in your 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and you're still doing that right again gary v okay mm-hmm. if you're one of those people okay if you're one of those people go to an old age home like he says all the time Go to an old age home and go talk to those people that are sitting there mostly lonely and talk to them about regret. They'll talk to you about regret. I regret, guys. Okay, we work together and I regret all not working with you and not the work and the good times and the and the things we shared. And but I regret the time, man. I can't get that back. Mm-hmm. You have kids, okay? I see my babies every morning. I and I see them every night. And when I don't see him, it's because it's my choice, mm-hmm. not anybody else's choice. Exactly. So thank you for having me on. No, thank- I appreciate you coming on, man. We're, and we're going to, I do want you to come back. I do want you to come back so we can finish this conversation because I feel like we're, there's still a lot we, we can touch on still because there's a big change that needs to happen. So thanks, brother. I appreciate right, it. And, and I appreciate you doing this and giving me this platform because honestly, I did, I'm not, I didn't do it. And, and I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know. I'm not doing it. So you're providing this for me to get this out there. Um, and I know this is probably going to get a lot of action and, and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but it's because of you. I know I'm the, the content, but it's not possible without you. So I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you, man. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you all next time. All right.